What's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, what up? DJ D Miles. What's good? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And this is the last episode of 2022, fellas. We made it. We made it. We made it. It's been a Was it a long year? Was it a fast I feel like it went by fast. Shit went by fast. Like felt, really fast, especially towards the end. It's just like exciting year. Once you got to September, it's just like flew that, by. Was that mean? Does that mean it was fun or it was miserable? I think it was eventful. We had a lot of stuff going on this year. Yeah, I like we did so. a lot of shit. If you think about it, from Dreamville Fest, we did uh, South by Southwest, South by Southwest, Beyond the Music, Beyond the Music, music Retreat. We did a little Lovers and Friends, Lovers and Friends, L.A. trip, right? Great episodes mm-hmm. out there. Like we we had an action packed like. Well, I would say what like ten out of twelve months, right? Yeah, that's so. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see it that way. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just right. went by so fast, though, man. Like I can't believe it's about to be Christmas and New Year's. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the last episode for us for the year, and of course, we have to recap the year. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So, what we did this year, we did something different this year, and I've been wanting to do this for a few years now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wanted to kind of involve all our listeners and all the DJs, you know, in our circle, in our community. And I wanted them to kind of like participate in this recap that we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have all these questions and, you know, categories for like top five best mm-hmm. club hits, yeah. you know, biggest flops. Yeah. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We're going to go through mm-hmm. it right now. To do this like poll, to have all these listeners participate in all these questions, mm-hmm. I was like, and, and shout to all the listeners and DJs who participated. Mm-hmm. I was like up, like literally manually entering everyone's entries and like counting the polls. So, you know, I know how it feels. All these are like all these polls for the elections. I know how they feel. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I may have missed a couple votes here and there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I did my best though. They gonna ask for a recount? Yeah. Recount. <laughs> so we had uh, like a few hundred DJs participate. Shout out to everyone that yeah. did too. Which is great. I mean, if we did that this year, I, I, you know, I want to do it again next year. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, even more will participate. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna break down uh, kind of some analytics because mm-hmm. I was like, we were, I was kind of seeing. You know, I was analyzing all the info from all these participants. So I wanted to see where everyone's from. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read off, you know, all these votes for all these different categories and, you know, topics or like questions that we have. But I wanted to let y'all know where the percentages of everyone was. So most of the percentages, 10% of everyone who voted is from New York. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 9% is from LA. Uh-huh. Seven percent is from Chicago, five uh-huh. percent from Las Vegas, and five percent from uh, Texas. Right. So the top five cities in the U.S. are New York, L.A., Chicago, Las Vegas, and Texas. That's the bulk of a right. lot of these votes. It's about thirty-five percent. Right. So, um, secondly, I did another questionnaire to all these listeners, and I said, "How many years have y'all been DJing?" Right. So fifty percent, a whopping fifty percent have 10 years plus experience. That's, so that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. So that means 50% of everyone who voted has put in 10 years or more into DJing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 26% is at five plus years. Uh-huh. Not bad. Would you call uh, a DJ with five plus years, are they rookie or what are they? They're still rookies. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean. Think, I don't think they're rookies. They like a little past the rookie, right? Because I, I, mean, I think they're I think professional. Be like one to two years. I think you put in five years, you're yeah, professional. Yeah, you're a working DJ. You're a working You're a professional, right? Yeah. yeah. And then 13% is actually 20 plus years. 
Oh shit! So that's mm-hmm. that's good. That's, so that's, 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 that's like yeah. a, that's, that's veteran. That's a career that's, DJ. That's veteran. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's some career shit. And then there's a eight percent that are like three plus years. Yeah. Those are rookies. Yeah, that's definitely rookie. And then under three years, I, I feel like that's hobbyists. Yeah. So the hobbyists are actually under two percent. This is an accurate portrayal of what working DJs think right. in the U.S. and maybe a scatters from uh, international overseas. Yeah. yeah. And then I asked the DJs, you know, what field of DJing are they in? And a whopping 59% are club DJs. Nice. So almost 60% of all of these votes are coming from working club DJs. Correct. Mm -hmm. And 11% is from lounge DJs. Mm -hmm. 9% is from uh, event DJs. Yeah. And then there's like 20% that's scattered professions like editor, producer, radio, Twitch, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So this this is a legit list. Just a good list, yeah. Of... um, of working DJs and working club DJs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this and is it's you- dope because I feel like the guys that aren't in the club, like their ear just works a little different. Mm-hmm. So it's equally as important, right? For to right. have those those people, those opinions. Right. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start at uh these categories. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yeah. And you guys have been prepping this shit too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I gotta be honest. I've been working on this list and preparing for this episode so much. Uh-huh. My list is kind of Put you know it's like sloppily put together. I changed mine a lot. Did you? Yeah. Okay. So I started like two weeks ago, and then I would just go back and review music, and I'm like, okay, let me take this out, put this here. And okay. Like. All right. So we're gonna start at the top five club songs of 2022. Yeah. This yeah. is the top five club songs of 2022. You guys actually have copies of what everyone voted for. Correct. Yeah. So you guys can reference it as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what we're gonna do is I'm gonna hear from you guys and all your top picks, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna go into what they voted for. Okay. And these are working club DJs, everybody. Okay. okay. All right. So let's start with, you know, age before beauty. Never. Let's go with never. It's a combination of both. <laughs> age and beauty. So motherfucker. I got you. Let's do this. All right. All right. And this is in no particular order unless you put it in a particular order. Correct. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Especially this year. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Especially it's this year. I don't know if there is a, a fucking particular order. No. All right. All right. All right. So let's go. Okay. Never. My okay, I'm gonna start off with um. TT Moop, okay. TT Moop Pugu. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. TT Me Pugu. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> don't don't film this shit. TT yeah, Me no. Puganto. <laughs> no, no, this is staying in. Yeah. Come on, man. No, no, this is That's too fucked good. up. All right, TT Me Puganto. Yeah. Did I say it right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have a I know what it is. Bad Bunny. TT Me Puganto. TT me Pugunto. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Yeah, I'm glad you're hey. not coming to, coming with me to Mexico. I know, right? I mean, we'd be all fucked. Right? All right, so that's, I feel like that's like the number one club song of, that is, yeah. of this year, 2020. But as big as it is, it doesn't work in every room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe 5 to 10% of the rooms I'm in, it doesn't hit as it should. Oh, yeah? But it still is the biggest song. Mm-hmm. Of 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Glovilla, FNF. Okay. There you go. That's actually in this top 25. But yeah. We, I mean, D-Moz has been rallying for that song. I know, all man. All, since the summertime. So. <laughs> yeah. It's number one for him. Glorilla, FNF. All right. I have a... <laughs> I, I feel like I got some legs, right, guys? Daddy Yankee, hot. Oh, Ooh. I like that one. I love that song. That's a banger for you, that huh? That's a banger that worked. Yeah. That's like your. That's like a go-to up tempo. Exactly. Yeah. For you. Yes. So you did. Did Hot work better or Bomb Bomb work? They better? both worked. Is no what? There was a couple of songs on that album that was that Daddy Yankee album mm-hmm. that was fucking. See, I'm surprised the album didn't blow up. Wasn't bigger. You know what the problem is, right? 
I feel like there was a lot of good Latin music this year, mm-hmm. and I feel like Bad Bunny just overshadowed everybody. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. If Definitely. he didn't drop this year, mm-hmm. a lot of those songs would have been bigger. Yeah. Um, but go ahead. But you know, you're absolutely right. For mm-hmm. me, Bomb Bomb worked a lot better. Oh yeah. Both of them. Hot. To me, both of them was just as, what is just as good as the other. But I, I, I didn't. I didn't like the sound of Hot to me. Mm-hmm. Like it. It. It just like for me, it stopped the room sometimes. Mm-hmm. Really. And Bomb Bomb would just keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just me. I don't know if y'all have anything else to add. So you got two more. <laughs> I got two more. Um, okay, so um, James Hype Ferrari. Okay. Really? That worked. I mean, I did a lot of pool parties this summer, so that was definitely a go-to song. It was like a good that pool sample, party. Huh? Was that yeah, sample? that sample, yeah. Really? Yeah. Nice. And it's funny because every time I would go to a pool party, I feel like that was like a go-to record I would hear. Mm-hmm. With that, uh, what's the sample again? The, I, um, I need a go party need too, to go, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And the last one is I'm gonna say um, big energy lotto. Really? Yeah. That was all the all the girls loved that shit, man. Like a lot of females came up to me requesting that song. It was like, what's the song with the? They was calling it big dick energy. I'm like, well, that is the yeah. original name. Of, that's, <laughs> that's the original. original. Title. That's the original. Yeah. They, they kept calling it you know, the big dick energy. They had to change it for radio. Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> so. Yeah, because the radio version he got the, what he, I want that big 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 energy, big yeah energy. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah. that's my top five. All right, D. What's your top five? Club All right. Hits. So, uh, Gorilla, Glorilla, F and F, number one. I'm, this is in no particular order, by the way, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lotto, Big Energy. Okay, good one. Jeez. I got uh, Drake and Twenty One Savage, Jimmy Cooks. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I love Part One, especially <laughs> mm-hmm. Part One. Um, part that's, Two too, but I, I, I choose when pick and choose when to play Part Two. See, earlier in the year, you were saying Part Two hits harder than yeah. Part One, but yeah. just in the in the flow so you were of lying. Night, you no, were no, lying. it does hit harder, but in <laughs> the flow of the night, Part One just works better in a nightclub setting, in like in a flow. Really? Yeah, for me. See, for me, Jimmy Cooks is like a hundred and two fever. Mm-hmm. It's not really that bad of a fever. It's not that. Yeah. Actually, that's you know a what I'm bad saying? Fever, bro. Is it's it? It's yeah, one, it's okay, it's like a hundred degree fever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. My analogies are off today. <laughs> it's not really serious. You don't know whether you want to go to the hospital yet, right? You can still kind of control it with the yeah. Tylenol, but one that's, or like, two, that's yeah. the kind of fever I get from the crowd. Yeah. Like it, it's a little mixed. I can see. Yeah. That. Not I enough people that. know it. Yeah. Yeah. But well, for me, like I, I love playing it, and I love like the reaction it gets. Everyone just knows the words. Okay. There's a lot of little punchlines in that song. Okay. Um, that was funny. Beyonce, cuff it. Not bad. And I, okay. I'll say this just to make it quick. Two months ago, I wouldn't have felt that way, but I've I've seen the reaction it's gotten in the last two months from uh, crowds across the board, not just yeah. black. And it changed my view of the song. Like right. it's huge now. Yeah. Like I could play it for a white crowd. I could play it at a wedding. Different things, and it it, it pops. Whereas in like. Earlier in the year, it was just a black. You could crowd. not play nah. that. Now it's like it's just become universal. Are you playing in prom town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been playing that since it came out. Just, but I feel like prom time is still it's it's not missing, hitting this it's missing something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just such a feel good song. Like people feel good when they dance into it. It's like almost like "Rock with You" by Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like that feel good energy when you they, people just feel happy when they're listening to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love seeing that. And then so the next song didn't come out in 2022, but for me it popped in 2022. And that's CK Love NYTT. Mm. So I know people might be confused by the title of the song, but you know the song, you know the hook when you hear it. And shout out to Trey's because he made an amazing remix of that song. That I was going to ask you, are you playing yeah. the original though? Yeah. No, so you're I, not. I'm, I'm playing yeah. that version of it. With the with, Diwali rhythm. The, on yes, it. it has the Sean Paul Get Busy and then the Lumi D, the Lumi yeah. D drums. Shout out to Trey. Which is amazing remix, by the way. And if, right. if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be able to play it. But that song for me... I can play that across the board as well. Really? Yeah. That's your top five yeah. of 2022? Yeah. 
Okay. In the rooms I'm playing, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, Jamie, top five. Uh, we have number, well, the first one coming out is Nicki Minaj, Super Freaky. That's been- Really? Yeah, in the rooms that I'm in. You're going to be surprised for my five because it's really diverse. Okay. Uh, I mean, Beyonce Cuff It, of, just like Dimas, it, it kind of had a late reaction for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Lizzo, About Damn Time. Really? Yep. It sounds like you in a, like a grown and sexy room. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a tight. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number four, uh, Bad Bunny, Titi Me Pregunto. Of course. And then one, I don't know, I don't think this song came out this year, but it came out last year, I believe, uh, Stay by Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Mm. That one's on my yeah. top five. That's your top five? Yeah. A lot okay. of corporate, it sounds very corporate on my side for that. You know what, man? Like, uh, my top five is very similar to everybody, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to name the songs that are different. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually put Rich Flex mm, as yeah. one of my top Oh, yeah? Wow. Good I one. think that's a bigger, I'm getting a bigger response from that than Jimmy Cooks. Mm-hmm. More people that, and it's part one that really hits. I was going to ask, was yeah. it part yeah. one or part Because in the beginning, I thought part two of uh, Rich Flex was going to be the one. Mm-hmm. When it had A lot that, of people thought that. You know, yeah. when it had that T.I. Yeah. shit in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Money, mm-hmm. clothes, car, yeah. that's all. Mm-hmm. 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 Like, I, I thought that was, I was like, oh, that's going to be hit. We, yeah. We're just going to play part two. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, the catchiness of a 21, can, can you, you do, do something for me? me? That like you had black people, white people, Latinos, everyone's singing that shit. It was just yeah. so catchy. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's- That's the one. That's, that's one of my top five. Yeah. All right, so my next one is the David Guetta, the I'm Good, the Blue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, BB Rexa. Mm-hmm. I, out of all the EDM songs that was this year, I think- that was the most that had the most crossover appeal. Yeah, yeah. That, simple, that was right? yeah, yeah. That was one that I could get away in a hip hop room. Mm-hmm. I could get away in a Latino room. Mm-hmm. It's like I could still get away with that shit. Yeah. That nostalgic feel. Yeah. yeah, it had that nostalgic mm-hmm. feel. It was just perfect for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you think, the, that, you and, think that song revived him? I mean, I think he's always had something every year. Yeah, you know, I think he's always had something every year. Um, Shit, I don't remember what he had last yeah, I was gonna year. Say, I feel like uh, maybe the last Hold couple on. years was a little dry for Greta. Yeah, no. And that song I think he's been like, a little silent. Yeah, as far as having like a, ma- a massive hit like mm-hmm. that one, like that shit like took over like like the world, the EDM world a little bit this summer. Yeah, maybe it might be his most biggest hit in, in a few years. A couple years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a while. And then, you know, my third one is going to be Little Uzi Vert. I just want to rock. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, only, I noticed all your um, top five is like late. Late um, entries into I feel the, like yeah. all late these bloomers. I feel, bloomers, I feel yeah. like all these late entries came in hot. Mm-hmm. I feel like two thirds of the year was whack. And you know what's so funny? I feel like I could have did like five more songs, but I kept I, my top five of songs I played during the winter, spring, and summer going into the fall. Yeah, but even all those, a lot of those songs that you that you mentioned, mm-hmm. like some of them were just a struggle all the way through, even though they were big. Mm-hmm. These are joints that just. Came out, it just, yeah, exactly. and they yeah. working like yeah. almost and, instantly. And the only reason I didn't put some of those songs on my list because I feel like they're gonna be going going into next year as well, probably going into twenty twenty three. So, but I, I think you know Uzi, I just want to rock. This shit came out of nowhere. That was some shit. I was just like, yo, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I was just getting requests after request, so I, I started playing the shit, and I was just, I was just, I was just shocked by everyone just mosh pitting and wilding the fuck out mm-hmm. of like all ages. Yeah. And I was just like, God damn! And then my four and five is the same as y'all. Titi yeah. mi pregunta. Uh-huh. That's that's St- staple. To me, it's the biggest song this year. Mm-hmm. But then it's not 
it doesn't work in every room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it's still the biggest biggest song this year. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'll give it to Glorilla F&F. Mm-hmm. That is this year's like hot boy, except not as big. Right. Yeah. You know what Nothing I'm saying? Close to that. No. I still don't, I still am not the biggest fan of her flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's still like, I'm still, it's still growing on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like I, I haven't, you know what I'm saying. But the hook and the chorus is banging. Yeah. But her flow, I'm I'm not completely sold on that shit. So the, the flow sounds like the hook. Yeah. It's like the same pattern. So I'm, I don't know what her flow, what her style is yet. And and I love Cuff It the song. Mm-hmm. I love that shit sonically. That's, like, that's actually my favorite song of this year. I hate the lyrics. I yeah, fucking I remember, hate yeah, the lyrics. You, I been, feel like the lyrics consistent with that. The lyrics just like, you know, to yeah. me, it fucks everything up. That Touch, hook is yeah. awful to me, man. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why the song isn't bigger. Yeah. Like, we gonna fuck up the night. That whole <laughs> shit, you know? I, I, you know? I just think it's just one of those things, man. Yeah. It just needed some different writers mm-hmm. to that shit. Um, but let's go to the, you know, let's go to the voters. Yes. And see right. what the voters' top five was, all right? All right. All right, the voters top five. Look, look, I listed 25 songs. I'm not going to list all 25. Right. I mean, should I read all 25? I think mm. maybe five. If you just go go through it without stopping. I feel like I should post this on Instagram. Right? I will yeah, post I it. Say, and we maybe just post. List. You know we what? Could. We're going to post like this shit on socials. Yeah. But I'm going to list. So just do the top 10. And, you know what? This is a, but this is a really interesting list. It is. You know what I'm saying? So actually, let's go through it. I, all right. So let's go through it. Let's go through it. So let's look. Starting from one, Bad Bunny, Titi Mi Pergunto. Mm-hmm. Number one. Mm-hmm. Glorilla FNF, number two. Right. These are the voters. These are working club DJs, everyone voting for this shit. Yeah. Number three is Beyonce Cuff It. Correct. Number four, Burna Boy Last Last. That, that I'm surprised me. none of y'all said Burna Boy Last Last. Well, you know, I'm not playing. That was like, rooms. if we did the top 10, that would have definitely been in my top right. 10 list. But. The problem is where we are right now. That song doesn't work in every room, and that's the problem I had with it. Right, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't put it in my top five if I'm not using it in the rooms I'm in. Exactly. So number five, they voted Drake, Jimmy Cooks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number six was David Guetta. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Bad Bunny, Mi Porto Bonito. I love that. Right? Great a, song. Yeah, I love that one. Mm-hmm. And there's like great house and uh, guaracha remixes yes. of that song. Nah. That song sounds really good up tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, number eight, Nicki Minaj, Super Freak. Number nine, Drake Rich Flex. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to number 10, Sam Smith Unholy. You guys aren't playing that song. I'm right? not. That's a big song, though. Man. It's a big song. Yeah, big song. definitely. I think the problem that I'm having with that song, Unholy, is there isn't a good, a good remix mix. out yeah. yet. Yeah. There's a bunch of remixes. Without a good one. <laughs> uh, a Crave has one. I think Tiesto has one. They all the, There's a bunch of them, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think that is going to be a big song next year if the mm-hmm. right remix comes out. Yeah. Uh, number eleven, Little Uzi Vert, Wanna Rock. Yeah. This is a song that I I keep forgetting about too. Uh, number twelve, Kodak Black, Super Gremlin. That was a big song. That's number twelve. Well, yeah. you know what's funny? Do you I, play that I, in your set stuff? I, 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 I stopped. I've been playing. I was playing it. I stopped. I feel like after the hook, it just it, it mellows out. You got to get out of it. Like that's the high part. But, the, that, that but then first, again, but then the song is like only two minutes his, long. His his verse is so mellow <laughs> that I feel like his 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 verse brings down the energy for me. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard for me to get out of it sometimes, and I just leave it alone a lot of times. So that's number twelve, Super Gremlin. Uh, number thirteen, James Hype Ferrari. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, number fourteen. It's a great fucking song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lo J. Uh, 
with the Chris Brown remix, Mona Lisa. Yeah. Do you guys know this? I, I'm, yep. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know this. Same. Let me play a little bit of it for yeah. you. Yeah. If you if you hear it, you're gonna be like, oh, I've heard this before. Yeah. It's I'm really actually happy it's number 14. And this is what I love. This is a dope song. It's crazy. Now, I don't know this. I never yeah. heard this before, but it sounds good. And it, sh- it just keeps building up. It just keeps building up. What I love about this list uh-huh. is we're, I'm starting to see a lot of songs that I would not see mm-hmm. that, that are popping on different coasts, on the East Coast, yeah. up in like Canada, overseas. So like, check it out. But this is number 14 I love it yeah. yeah That's how you know That these are working Club DJs They playing this shit This is good It sounds Sonically it sounds Really good too I, You know it's funny I probably wouldn't have Thought to play this In a club setting But if, if it's on this list Now, now I want to Give it a try You and, know what I mean You know what And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm going to tell you Something man There's a lot of songs That I saw I was doing the whole list mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted To make this a top 25 Because outside of The top 10 it starts getting really interesting from 10 to 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, there's all these songs that I'm like, oh shit, like, yeah. I forgot, I don't play Super Gremlin. I, I should put that in rotation. Yeah. You know? Um, so let's go to number 15, Bad Bunny, Después de la Playa. Yeah. Great song. And if you play it at the right time, mm-hmm. it, it might be the biggest song of the night. Yeah. That's what's so, great about that song. Now. And it brings back the whole merengue and... Uh, just like merengue dancing energy, yeah, and all there's a whole bunch of like uh, like more merengue songs getting mixed in because the DJs are bringing all these merengue songs and trying to mix with it. Um, number sixteen, Beyonce, "Break My Soul." I feel like that should have been higher, it, but so? I think it. I feel like that's you think it should have been lower. I'm surprised it's on the list. I'm, yeah, I think really? I, yeah. I think that's accurate. I think 16 to 20 is accurate for that song. I was, you know, I was thinking the same thing too. Yeah. Like I, three because, months ago, I might not, might not have said that. Because we all thought it was going to be bigger than it yeah. was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it really just kind of, it didn't have the legs. Yeah. Now, right? Not at all. It's interesting. Um, number 17, a craze, do it, do it. Very fair. Of course. That could well, I thought this, this came out last year. Did it? That's why I didn't put it on my list. Well, it came out like late last year. Mm. So for a lot of DJs, it it's, in that, it's in that. Yeah. It's in that little window. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, Oxlade. I don't know how to pronounce this. Oxlade. Uh, Kulosa. 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 Yeah. Do you guys know this? No, no I don't. No. no. All right, man. I ain't gotta be honest with you. I didn't know this either. I love this. So many reasons why I want you for you, my love. This is number eighteen. Wow. This supposed to be like some New York shit, right? I mean, shit, New York, Toronto, yeah, London, really, uh-huh. Miami. I mean, the fact that yeah, enough, Coast, uh, the fact that enough DC. DJs voted on this to make it to the top twenty is pretty impressive. That's dope. Sounds sexy as hell. Sounds good. It's crazy, right? I love this though. Yeah. I love that. Like, I'm I'm seeing what's popping in different regions mm-hmm. from all these DJs. Uh, number nineteen, Lizzo, about damn time. Yep, yeah. it's like one of my favorite songs of this year. Yep, it's like, a really good song. It it's is a really yeah. good song. But it's like it's weird because like sometimes when I play it, everyone stops dancing. I know yeah. because it becomes it's like oh you going this way. Mm-hmm. It's like the crowd is like <laughs> yeah. you're gonna go this way. I remember I was playing at a club and the um, lighting guy was like, damn, I never heard nobody play this song before. <laughs> I get a lot of requests for that song. Wait, what is it about that song that, that like evokes that kind of? Because it, it's, it's like know, a song man. that like 
I feel like was good, uh-huh. but I feel like the parents of these kids were like, oh, I like this song. And immediately the kids are like, uh, my parents like the song. The yeah, song is whack. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because the parents are like, it's about damn time. In a they minute, I'm going to yeah, get yeah. a little sentimental. And then the kids are like, I'm not listening to this yeah, shit no yeah, more. That's yeah. what it was, I feel like. Um, that's a good thing. But I feel, that's where I feel like Lizzo, she's in a weird place right now. Yeah. Because I feel like she's moved to this like elder yeah. crowd scene mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Because like, of this shit, where before, like her first her first releases, yeah, she was really in in she tune with like the with the youth a little yeah, bit, yeah, the true um, yeah, she's yeah, like right. she could like open up for Mary J. Blige or something, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, you go too far. <laughs> yeah, I don't now. know about that. One, <laughs> I didn't know she was. That you old. said she gonna open up for Mary J. Blige? Oh yeah, she That's gonna right. open yeah. But D- she didn't. D'Angelo's gonna open for her tour. <laughs> <laughs> She's watching. Before y'all see Lizzo, we got a special guest for you, <laughs> D'Angelo. <laughs> oh man, uh, you fucked but no, up. No, it's because he is in that weird space. Like the music is very like digestible for an older crowd too. So I can see what your analogy like as far as kids. It's fun, like poppy it. though. It is. It's fun, but it's also like who's that other that singer that Megan Trainer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It I reminds me of like a black version of Megan Trainor. Yeah, I got my Gucci on. I love nah, that. Megan Tr- <laughs> I love that record. No, no, I'm gonna tell you why. Because Lizzo's music and Megan Trainor, they make songs that sound like they should be in musicals. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it sounds so good. Lizzo's music yeah. sounds like it's a About scene. That time, right? Yeah. yeah. Like all of a sudden, she's she's like, I, like I, she's I, a musical out of nowhere. That's, yeah. That song pops up. Think about it, even like this one. I got my hand. Up. That sounds like an opening of a music. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like something like a, all of it sounds like music. Like it could be a rent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right. I didn't know Lizzo was thirty five either. So she does make older music. She's thirty five. Yeah, I didn't know that not, either. Oh, she's, she's older than me. Number twenty, Glorilla, Cardi B, Tomorrow Two. Surprise, no brainer. You know what, man? Yeah. Cardi killed it on this song. Yeah, man. she bodied the shit. Out yeah, this man. Song. It might be one of her best verses. Yeah, top five better than Jay's verse on God did. No, yeah. I mean like one thousand percent. I mean her top five. Not like nah, she ain't fucking with Jay, but she definitely killed it on this song. <laughs> Damn, Nev. Okay, top verse of the year. I'm just putting words in your mouth. <laughs> I said her, <laughs> her top five, not the top verse. Damn, of the year, top but. five verse of the year. All right, man. She killed Jay Z, huh? In her catalog. All right, number twenty one. I was shocked by this. This all the, this all but this the is like all the Cali motherfuckers. Yeah, this man. is definitely a Jason. Who voted this, Drake? This Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jason Sinatra. All right, number twenty one is YG Toxic. Mm-hmm. It's that sample. It's a good song though. It's, the it's a good yeah. yeah yeah good video also. Is it, what what is it about this year that like they they don't want to allow any hip hop or R and B to like cross over or you know what I mean? It feels like. You think somebody's holding holding the back, or it's just like the music is just not popping like it was a couple of years ago? Maybe it's just not registering. I think so, man. I don't know, man. I mean, the next song on this list it definitely was a crossover for me. Number number twenty two, Jack Harlow, First Class, definitely a big crossover. It, at one point, it probably could have been top ten, right? Yeah, but at one point, you think it's just past the hook? It just it just doesn't have legs. I just think with his album, he didn't show us anything. Yeah, and I think he could have killed like I. I could think of a lot of rappers that could have killed this song. Yeah. A lot of them. And he really didn't kill this song at all. Yeah. He really was just super mid on it. But it was also song. the, the I feel like the, the beat was kind of like 
it wasn't that good. It was just like nah, the hook wasn't was, that crazy, man. Fam, was, the hook is really good. Yeah, the hook is really good. Yeah. It could have went to another level energy wise mm-hmm. if the verse came in strong. So do you think the beat was good? I think the beat was good. The, the song, the concept was good enough, and uh-huh. he didn't fucking deliver. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He didn't say one like memorable <laughs> shit. It should have been really sing songy. It should have been something everyone sang along with the first verse. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. This was pretty, he didn't, he fucked I, up. I just didn't like after the chorus, it's just like the music drop. Yeah, but that was his choice because the way he started rapping, yeah, he could have made it different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he fucked it up. Number 23, Lotto, big energy. Yeah. Mm. I feel like maybe it could have been higher. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, Lotto, big energy, if it didn't have that remix, I don't. I don't think it would have been as big. The Mariah joint. If Mariah wasn't you serious. That? No, no I, think, I, think, I, think I never played the remix. Yeah, me neither. Played Dude, the I always played the remix. You really? serious? People want to sing that shit. When I they never hear heard that? the remix nowhere. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I was to hear the original. Yeah. Original only. Are you serious? I'm I serious. actually, I actually yeah, rather play uh, Mariah's version and then I'll play Lotto's later on until. I would use honestly. I would do that also. Yeah, <laughs> I would play the. Well, I feel like Mariah. I would rather start with Lotto well, and then go to Mariah. Mariah, yeah. you get more energy. You hit more, you hit like a larger demographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You guys should start playing the remix. You guys are fucking up. <laughs> uh, number 24, Fred again, turn on the lights. Turn on the lights. If you guys know what that is? No, I don't. I don't either. All right, so Fred again is a DJ, producer, but he had this like breakthrough Boiler Room set. Uh-huh. And he debuted. Oh, okay. I know and he, talking about. And he debuted this song. But if I play it, you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, it's it's sample, uh, sampling future and stuff. You know, turn on the lights. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was pretty fucking insane when it dropped. And his, his set in Boiler Room was insane. Turn on the lights. Turn on the lights. Yeah, if you guys see the footage of this shit when he dropped it, it was insane. And he was doing like live drum, he was doing drum live drum pads and shit. It was crazy. This sounds sexy. Yeah, that's like almost some like like uh what's the the artist I'm thinking about that used to use that style of like production a lot? Uh Craig David. Reminds me of Craig David. Are you talking about like a du- like a two step, like yeah, a double yeah. double time? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's your that's your reference, Craig David <laughs> for double time, like garage. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. And then number twenty five is Eliza Rose, um, B O T A, yeah. baddest of them all. You guys heard that, right? Yeah. Or no? No, I haven't. You haven't? Nope. Let me play it. Probably heard this and he goes, ooh, yeah, yeah. ooh, baby, that like shit. This is something you'd listen to while you shower, right, Neville? It sounds, yeah, I, I would, yeah. <laughs> is that what I heard, Neville? I would, yeah. Just getting all sudsy. That's getting ready. <laughs> you wanna dance, baby? Put, put on my cologne. <laughs> I love how diverse this list is, though. It's great, isn't it's it? A really, yeah, really good list. We're gonna post this list so you guys could check it out. Yeah. I thought it was great. It's a nice list. There's all these songs, like from 25 to like 50. Yeah, 
there's more music that I haven't heard of. Really? But I wanted to share with y'all because I thought it was important yeah. that y'all motherfuckers hear this. Yeah. But there's like 15 songs. Damn. Should I just put it on the list? I, should, I would say, yeah, if you can. But yeah, I want y'all to hear some of this shit. No, I want to hear it. All right. I'm yeah. going to play y'all the, what I think is the best. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. So one of the songs was A1 by J1. Uh-huh. And it's called Don't Lie. But when y'all hear this shit, y'all going to like it. Fuck the fame, Jordan Hershey in my DM. Charge it, charge it to the game. Yeah, man, get breasts out aim. Get your bands up and listen to Andrew Tate. Huh? That's your girl, she with the ballers and tape. Hands in the NA name. Shoot, bro, on the whip trying to get me kicked. Forget your man for the meantime. She wanna come to that London man. This is a a one by J one featuring Nems. That's that. Uh, oh, it's with chunks. That's that uh, Lord Tariq Peter Gunn sample, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that shit sounds good, right? It's hella good, man. I like that. That's from the uh, YouTube group called Sidemen. Sidemen. Oh yeah. KSI Chunks Young Philly. Some good kids on that. This next one I'm gonna play. This is Super Bad Bedroom. Uh-huh. Have you heard of this? No. No? Come here. Right now, Come here. 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 <laughs> I'm not mad. They really flip silk meeting in my bedroom. That's crazy. Wow. Yo, that bass is coming in crazy. Show me what you working what you with. Working pussy good. All right, that, that's that's, <laughs> geez. that's one of them. Never gonna drop that's that. That's hood joint number. That's no hood joint number number one. This is another one. This is finesse two times back end, and I was like, yo, I, I never heard of this shit. Yeah. So I was like, let me check the shit out. But I. I heard this. You know, it's crazy. I just played this for a fighter over the weekend. You did? Yeah. It's a big song. Who's this again? Finesse Two Times. <laughs> now you want to hear it, right? <laughs> now, now you want to know. I'm going to know who it was. Finesse what? Finesse Two Times, back in. It dropped like four months ago. Mm. Wait, where's that fighter from? Chicago. Really, actually, a really good fighter, and he he uh, requested it, so I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Like, I like this shit, but imagine coming out to the ring to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure. Did it, say, did it say where the artist is from? Uh, you know what, man? We, He's we from gotta, Chicago, so it might be. Maybe, I don't think it's might, from. It don't yeah. sound like Chicago. Maybe a little more. Yeah, yeah. Like no, Southern. it sound like some South shit yeah. for real. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have time to like research all this shit. Yeah, I just picked. I just you know grabbed all the songs and I was. Yeah, just no, like, that's a dope record. These sound good. Yeah. Um. There's a couple more joints, but actually some of them are integrated with our next category. Okay. And let's go to the next category. All right. So the next category is going to be the top three sleeper hits. <laughs> All right, these are the sleeper hits of 2022, and this is like outstanding new music from 2022 that you kind of thought were gonna pop, but it didn't perform well at the gigs. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like people kind of slept on it. Yeah, yeah, but it, but you know, you everyone thought it was gonna be bigger. Like as a DJ, you heard it and you're like, 
this this is going to be big but then the crowd just didn't they weren't receptive to it yeah mm-hmm. so these are the top three sleeper hits of 2022 all right never you want to start it off yeah why not let's go um good love city girls featuring usher yeah i thought that was gonna be bigger i thought so too but it didn't pop off but you know what that's like the resume, you know, the names, City Girls, Usher. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to the song, it's just not, it doesn't have a good melody. Mm-hmm. There isn't like a distinct melody. To but it sounds like a good summer song. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was missing that, I think, that catchy melody. It didn't have like a catchy melody. Yeah. Even the video was fucking dope. Yeah. But, Go yeah. ahead. Um, next one's going to be um, Sweetest Pie, Meg Thee Stallion, yeah, and yeah. Dua Lipa. I agree. I thought that was going to be like a, the biggest song of this year. Mm-hmm. But. And number totally song just didn't pop off. You once again a lineup that's crazy, right? You mm-hmm. would think Meg The Stallion and Dua Lipa would paper. be would be a fucking hit, exactly. Like yeah. a fucking Grammy would come out of that shit. Yeah, but no, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and like every song, actually, every song on my list is like a duet. Mm-hmm. So the next one's gonna be um, closer, Sweetie and Her. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be a bigger song. Yeah, I, I wonder what happened with this. That had a ra- that song had radio success. But Did it? That's it. Yeah, that's a big song on the radio in LA. You know what I, I think that why those two songs didn't work? Because I feel like they were blatant Doja Cat ripoffs. Yeah. I feel like they I feel were like, like definitely the Saweetie song closer is definitely sound like something Doja. I, I feel like they were just like, yo, this Doja up tempo, 110 mm-hmm. BPM to 120 BPM, R and B rap shit yeah. is hitting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why don't we get these artists that can't rap and put these girls that can rap, but they mm-hmm. can't sing together? Mm-hmm. So it like took these two women to make one song that Doja can make by herself. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just copying her whole shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like everyone was kind of looking at them like, y'all trying to bite off Doja. So they weren't really fucking with it. I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah. I wonder if it was a similar, produ- pro- you know, anyone you know, was part of the production team, if it was similar with that song. I mean. Some producers or writers, you know what I mean? I mean, like all of those songs were good, but they just weren't that good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so funny because I have more songs I want to put on this list, but we just doing the top three. Like what? I mean, there's so many though. There was right? a lot. Even like the Elton John and Britney Spears, "Hold Me Closer." Right. I thought that was gonna be like the the new the new this year version of um the, the um the joint with Elton John and Dua Lipa. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, it's a great song. Yeah, but nah, it didn't pop off at all. All right. Oh. Yeah, your, your your top three sleeper yeah. hits. Um, I was gonna go with uh Iskaba by Juan De Cole. It's one of my favorite records of the year. The hook is fire. Hook's about to come up. You probably know the hook, crook. Yo, this came out five years ago. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you lying to me? No. <laughs> oh shit, that's yeah, bro. It's just came out five years ago. Damn, G. Well, it, Damn, it, G. Just hit for me. He's still trying to. <laughs> Thirty-three million views on YouTube. On YouTube, it just made it. To I the think states. it did. I. It made it to the states this year. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> always has some cool shit coming up. Um, and this is no particular order, so I have that one. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep <laughs> look at that <laughs> Keep it pushing. <laughs> keep it pushing. Uh, King Combs can't stop, won't stop, featuring uh, Kodak Black. Oh yeah, shout out. Yeah, that was it. Like it, it, it just has that sample. Yeah, the, um, crush on you sample. Mm-hmm. And I love playing it, but it just never. I can never get it to like take that next step and put it in it my life. It just didn't hit. I yeah. wonder if it hit yeah. in New York. I don't think it did. It hit know. on radio. I, I think it reached number one in urban radio. Yeah, it, it did. It just, in the club, it just didn't really. 
translate. That was a great beat, though. Yeah, yeah the way they flipped that shit. And the way yeah. Kodak's rapping yeah. on it was dope, man. I love that record. I mean, he kind of made that record. Yeah, you know, definitely. And then I have uh, El Alpha Go Go Dance. I mean, mm, that's not yeah. that sleeper. <laughs> but it's like there's so much other heat from him and in, in that genre that I feel like sometimes it, it is gets kind lost. of a sleeper because it's really? so big. It's so big in like Latin parties. Yeah. yeah. But only certain Latin parties. Right. Like it's not like crossover. And it's at a great BPM range. So yeah. I can like hit it and go into like some Godacha or something else. Because I don't even know if that even hits on the West Coast like that. Yeah. I, I, I play that shit all the time here. Yeah. People always request that shit to me. Yeah, I that's why I was like, that's not a sleeper for me. But it is just because it's not obviously it's not mainstream, and, it, and there's so much other heat in in like other Latin genres that it just gets lost in the shuffle. A lot of I times. just think Dembo in itself is like limited on on some crossovers, I just love, especially man, in Vegas. Al Alpha sound. Everything Al Alpha is on it just sounds so good to me. Mm-hmm. Like the dude's voice is just incredible. But yeah, that's my list, man. But uh, Go Go Dance for sure. I've been playing that since early this year, and it just never. It's it's one of them songs that I don't have to play, but I just force feed it. Yeah, I just yeah. keep playing it because I love it and I love the way it mixes in with my sets. Uh, Jamie, top uh, three sleepers of top 2000- three sleeper. I'm gonna start it off with. I'm gonna start off with one song. Cricket put me on. Was closer by Saweetie and her. Mm. Same as him. Very, Same as never. Very very uh, slept on song. I put you onto that. You put me onto that. I mean, I feel like it was everywhere. No, you put me way early on to that. Oh, okay. Uh, before I, I think it had come out that weekend, and you told me to play it. Uh, Calm down by um, by uh, Rema and featuring Selena Gomez. Yeah, I like that song. That's a, lot. a really good song. It's a really great song. And then I ain't worried. One Republic is. I would get requested for that like on and off, but when I heard, I was like, oh shit, it has potential to get some good remixes done. But yeah. All right. So my top three sleepers. It's going to be the first one. I really love the song. I thought it was going to be bigger. It was the A-Loke. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. A-Loke. And it was featuring like Kenny Dope. Um, and it's sampled. Um, Deep down, building, feel my song. Oh, I like that. Mm. And it had the, the gypsy woman yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be bigger. Oh, wow. And I thought there were going to be like a ton of remixes. And What's the name of the song? Yeah. Uh, Deep Down. I mean, it starts really great. Like, sounds so good. Sounds dope. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was gonna be bigger, you know. But it, but it has that like 2000s energy. Yeah, the mm-hmm. like heavy 2000s energy. Um, you know what? And and a lot of my a lot of my picks were very similar to you. You know, I agree with the good love, City Girls and Usher, mm-hmm. Dua Lipa and Meg, the sweetest pie. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta add, actually, I thought. You know the Bad Bunny Tarot. That oh, song? yeah. I thought it was gonna be way bigger. I, I mean, we had said it was one of, probably gonna be the biggest one. Yeah, dude. You saw, that was yeah. the first one you were playing a lot. I thought the Bad Bunny Tarot because it was like 120. It was like yeah. sexy. It was like there could have been so many remixes with it, mm-hmm. and it just didn't do it. And then I thought the Carol G, the Provenza. Oh, I love that. Record. I thought that would have been that's a sleeper, yeah. way sure. bigger. I thought that would have been way bigger the Carol G joint. And it was actually a pretty good amount of decent remixes for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, really good choice. But let's let's go to the uh, voters, man. The voters, yeah. uh, you know, they got their top sleeper hits of 2022. Once again, these are the working DJs who voted for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's actually 15 of them. It's, and this I'm, is really I'm, interesting. This is, interesting. This is very interesting because I, I feel like a lot of these songs would have been on other lists of mine. Okay. <laughs> now, now, once again, let me clarify. This list is sleeper hits which means the DJ thought it was going to be bigger and the crowd was not receptive. Mm-hmm. All right, so number one on Sleeper Hits, 
the voters voted Beyonce Break My Soul as number yeah, one. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be bigger, but it just didn't hit. No. Yeah. Um, and then, sure. I love the song. It was dope, but it just didn't work in the clubs. Right. Mm-hmm. And then number two was Drake Massive. You know? Very, 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 very true. Very true. That's another one, yeah. Very true. You know you know what's weird about that? I just feel like when rappers try to do something that's a little outside the box, it just doesn't get recept- received well, right? And I think like I feel like that hurt Drake with that that whole album, like him doing just something so different. Just we expect him to do one thing, and he did something different. And I feel like his core fan base was like shitting on him for trying something new, and I think that affected everything on that album. Oh, I think the album is pretty bad, though. Yeah, <laughs> I think massive. I, I think maybe there's like two to three, like maybe like two to three like club songs that mm-hmm. could have been that could have crossed over. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think the way it was showcased and delivered, I don't think it was done well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he should have put this out as a single. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, some of the remixes work, yeah. but then the song was just not appreciated enough to even just play the song at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, why play the remix when no one gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, but it is a good early it's very record good song, man. I thought it was going. That's like low. one of my favorite. It's like a good favorite song yeah. from the album. Yeah. yeah. It was. I, I mean, it's the it only. Up. It's like one of the only few. I mean, like, one of the, yeah. yeah, like a handful. Uh, this is interesting. Number three, Burner Boy, Last Last. Sleeperhead. Nice, nice. I feel like <laughs> that's tough because I feel like that's one of them songs. It, it's really depending on the room you're in. Of course. Yeah. I mean, just like all of these songs, it's depending right. on the room you're in. These DJs, we love Last Last Burner Boy, but we don't mm-hmm. get to play what we love, right? Yeah. yeah. We have to play for the crowd, mm-hmm. and this is an exact example of that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Jack Harlow, First Class. Yo, like it's, that was actually. I feel like that was actually. Actually, it was a hit song. Yeah, it was a hit song. It was a hit song, but it yeah. didn't work in a club. Yeah, but this is a sleeper. That means it should have worked. In a it should have worked definitely, in a club, definitely should've but worked. it didn't yeah. work in a yeah. club. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is the only year where you could have this list. Yeah. Where, we, we, where Jack Hollow first class would be number 22 in the top. 25. Yeah. Uh, in the top 25 club hits, mm-hmm. but then also be in the top sleeper hits. And I think it's just not the, working. The hook is so strong, it gets everyone's attention, and then it just fizzles right, right after that hook. I had I've seen people lose their mind with the hook, and then like it just it just it dies does down. nothing right after the hook. But like yeah. never, like have you ever witnessed a year like this where there were hit songs that just didn't work? No, like no. not not like this year. No, it's so totally weird, different. right? Yeah, I'm trying to understand what I think. There's a bunch of things that come into play mm-hmm. that made it this way where. You have a hit song that doesn't work in a club. Do you think social it's, media plays a role? Not to cut you off, Nev, because no, I feel no, like a song like that, if you were to hear First Class on TikTok and you heard the first 15 seconds, people would be like, oh, this is dope. But then you listen past the first 15, 20 seconds and you understand why it doesn't work. But for most people, they digest that first 15 seconds. I think the problem is, is that the way people are consuming music now, mm-hmm. It's just so inconsistent. Yeah. It's coming from TikTok. It's coming from social media. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're hearing 10 seconds of something. Yeah. And just because they love 10 seconds of it doesn't mean they're going to like the whole song. Yeah. I and think I First like Class is the perfect yeah. example yeah. of that yeah. shit. 30 seconds. Right. Like you hear that hook and you're like, oh, You know what's shit. so funny? I noticed this year, like a lot of DJs doing quick mitzen. Mm-hmm. And back this like a couple of years ago, they wasn't doing quick mention. They was letting the song ride like two verses. But now I'm noticing like they're doing shit like they're getting out of it. Yeah, right away because they have to. Yeah. yeah, out of necessity, right? Yeah, even fucking like EDM and house DJs. Mm-hmm. I see them getting out of that shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, number five, 
Sleeper hit. James Hype. Ferrari. That was in your top five, That was five, in my bro. top five. That was that song worked for me. Oh, that's number 13 in the top 25 club songs. Mm-hmm. And yet it's number five on the on the songs that don't work. I should have called that the category the songs that don't work. Right? <laughs> but like I said before, I, I, this worked for me in the pool pool parties, in the clubs. It really didn't pop off. In the pool, it was definitely... It, had it was a big energy. hit. Yeah. yeah. It definitely. just doesn't have that EDM crossover shit. Mm-hmm. Where it's just gonna hit where everyone and hears it doesn't it and have they like know the big it. build up. It doesn't have like the the, the like yeah. It's just like, like straightforward the theatrics. Song. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't have like for Vegas clubs where yeah. you need like the crowd to go off. It doesn't have that kind of energy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, sleeper hits songs that that were big that didn't work is uh this this artist that we've been that I've been just, seeing him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on this list a lot. His name was actually on the top club songs. Mm-hmm. It was probably like from twenty five to fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't make the list, but I don't know how to uh, how to say his name is Fired. I want to say Fired. Fired, F I E D, and he has a song with Moro called La Innocente. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys didn't hear that, right? No, no. But they were saying that that was a song that was big. That it, did you hear that artist anywhere? No, because he was like he was in some of the people were voting for him. He got a lot of votes. Oh yeah, for someone I've never fucking heard of. Yeah. He got a lot of fucking votes. I wish I knew where they were coming from. Yeah, I've, that's the one thing that uh, on my on the poll that I was doing behind the scenes, they didn't like kind of sh- show what yeah where the cities they were from. Let me play a little bit of it so you guys can hear it. It sounds good. It just the BPM's too slow, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if, some, if someone probably has a remix that speeds it up to about 100 BPM, that would be perfect. The crazy part, if I didn't hear it at Altura, it's kind of hard to believe that's a big song. Yeah. Because you know, Exile's on top. Shit, of it might shit. be huge in like Miami or Toronto. Yeah, or it might be right? bigger somewhere else. But you're right. Like if it was sped up with like an ill that's like, too remix. Slow for me. Yeah. Mm. Number seven on the sleeper hits, Sam Smith, Unholy. I get it. Mm-hmm. I completely get it. Number yeah. eight. Um, I'm gonna mispronounce this. Bizrap, Quevedo, and it's a Bizrap music session number 52. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't know what this was. Uh huh. Yeah. But I researched it, and when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, I know what this is." Yeah. It's like a freestyle. It's a freestyle. I don't know what what is it. Is it? It's like the the Spanish. Who's like, Bizrap? Do you know? Bizarrap? He's a producer from uh from Puerto Rico, I believe. Mm. And he has a he has a good one. So he actually has a he has one with Residente. Um, the one that did, that song that you like, yeah, um, yeah, he did. Um, he did one. And he was going at J Balvin. He was exposing Joey, J Balvin. So it's a big, big thing in the um, in, the, in the Latin culture. But this song, when I heard it, I was like, it's the equivalent to uh, Funk Flex, Ellie Leakers, Freestyle. Oh, okay. Yo, when I heard this shit, I was like, Yo, this is dope. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, I'm fucking play this. But I guess they're saying it doesn't work. Really? <laughs> but no, it's more of a freestyle. It's kind of is hard it? To play, yeah. But it sounds fucking good, man. You make a remix of this? Woo! This probably this, this is a freestyle? Yeah. There's probably a dope ass remix of this. Listen to this shit.
sounds good to wow. me, man. Yeah. I'm like, yo. That Residente one is really good with him. Shit. I don't know. That sounds like a produced song. It does not like, sound like a freestyle. At all. May, I mean, it's, it's a freestyle atmosphere, but they, I mean, yeah. sure they write the half of the shit down. Um, number nine, City Girls, Usher, Good Love. Very I was on point. Number 10, Meg The Stallion, Dua Lipa, Sweetest Pie. Yes. Just like we said. Number 11, Carol G, Guadabella. Am I pronouncing it? Watabella. No, Gatubela. Gatubela. Oh, I was completely it's like, off. It's like a Catwoman. That, yeah, but that's like one of her newest songs, right? Yeah. It's and that, that one and uh, the one that you said earlier, those two, yeah, those two got fucking slept on like a month. They got slept on because of Bad Bunny, though, yeah. I feel like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because a lot of women do request these two songs for me, but you play it, it just doesn't go. doesn't go off. Everyone just wants to hear Titi and shit. Number 12, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit. Good choice. It's a great song. It's a good great, song. It's yeah. a great song. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of requests for it, so a lot of DJs play it, but that mm-hmm. song is not built for the club. Yeah. No, not at all. No. Not even like end of the night shit. I'm you know what's so funny? I couldn't even find this song on any of the um <laughs> the music sites. No, there's not. It's not you was looking one. for an extended, right? I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was doing the same shit. I couldn't find it. Hey, yo, all you editors out there, make a fucking extended. Know, please. Right? Lacey, yes, bad habit. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and then speed the shit up and put some drums under yeah, that motherfucker. Exactly. Re drum the motherfucker. Yeah. Shit, I don't care if you make a Mubaton remix of that. I'll play that <laughs> shit. Number 13, Beyonce Church Girl. I disagree. You disagree? I don't it's not a sleeper? It a, I don't think it was a hit. Well, number one, it wasn't a single. They didn't put yeah. it out as a single. Yeah, but no, she had no singles. Yeah, I don't... I, I mean, that album. I mean, I mean Break, Break My Soul. Break My Soul was the only single that she Yeah, but Cuffin's not a single. Y'all more it's a single that. now, yeah. It's a single now, mm-hmm. but... I literally yeah. tried this song maybe three times, and it just didn't work. It comes in too flat, and then what's, what's popping is the hook. She, has, she starts chanting, like, halfway through the song. Yeah, yeah. That's what's popping. But the first, like, the verse is so flat. So it's like, you have to... If you're going to play it, you have to go straight to the hook. Or to the to the um it's it's to bad, the bridge, it's, yeah. You know, it's a bad it's just a bad arrangement. Yeah. And it's bad writing. Yeah. It's like she's just not she like, starts chanting like all these other chants like from shit other songs. Right the- no, because <laughs> it is because like the beats there, the concepts there, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Church yeah, girl, yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Like, drop like, it like a thought. He drop like, it like that's where you that should have hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then she comes in singing like I know what they're trying to do. It's like, like almost like some choir shit. Right? They're, they're trying to mix gospel with like yeah. some yeah. some bounce, right? Yeah. yeah. But it was just badly done. It was just badly yeah. executed. But yeah, there was a lot of buzz from a lot of motherfuckers when the album first dropped. Everyone was like, yo, Church Girls is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had I the most bounce to it. <laughs> yeah, but then when you played it, you're like, this nah. is a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was number 13. Number 14, Meg oh the Stallion, God. Her. Yo, I hated the song, man. <laughs> <laughs> the song was so fucking bad. I don't bad. like it either. Never been saying that, never been saying that since day you one. You think that's the worst song of this year? It's up there. Definitely. It's definitely yeah. up there, yeah. All right. Do you think that song was influenced by Beyonce? Oh yeah, it's probably one of the I think so. Yeah, it's probably yeah. the throwaways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got to jump on this train. This up tempo R and B. Just try one. Yeah, at least I have one record. Just have one. Here. Yeah, that was like a last minute edition. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> After they heard, um, I could see that being After some record. Break my soul. They was like, yo, we got to do something like this. That is some record label shit to do yeah, though, yeah, right? Man. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce's killing it. We got to yo give the, give us give us before you turn your album in. Put this on. And that song is terrible, man. It's just like. Huh. Uh, uh. Yeah, man. It's just <laughs> damn. Never. I, um, I know <laughs> how man. you really feel. Number fifteen, Calvin Harris, Dua Lipa, Potion. Yep. Yeah. This is that was like a. You know what? Be honest. I don't think it was a bad song, but it just didn't work. You couldn't play it in clubs. I just think it had too much hype from the last uh, funk wave thing he did mm-hmm. that people expected that good of a shit. I think it was just. I think it was just. You know. I and think it was had, just mid. 
they had yeah, pass, they had past yeah. success with other records, so they probably was like thinking it was just gonna be a hit just out the park with them two together. And you know what, man, I'm gonna give it to Dua Lipa. She's busy, man. She is. Yeah, she does a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like she's getting pushed and pulled everywhere on these features and doing all these songs. Like these shits are gonna but come then, out. Then Young Thug was on this shit also. Yep. I'm surprised. I don't know yeah. that. Him going to jail had nothing to do with it. Oh, damn. Nah, this came out way before all that shit went down. Yeah. All right, so those were the sleeper hits of 2022. Yeah. All right, so the next category is going to be our favorite category, right? This bum, has got to be our favorite category. Yeah. We get to hate a little bit here. Yeah. Because we rarely hate on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, no. This is like the love podcast, <laughs> right? Podcast. We love, want everybody to win. This is like the baby. love. This is like the love positivity podcast. <laughs> Always. We want everyone to win. All positive vibes. So <laughs> this this category is the top three biggest flops of 2022. Yes. All right. The top three biggest flops. Yeah. A lot of hype. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of shit. Yeah. And then it just ended up being work. shit. Yeah. All right. So you called it a wet fart one time. Yeah. Yeah. The wet fart category. Yeah. yeah. So Neva, what was your top three flops of 2022? All right. For the record, all these are albums that I have on my top three list. Mm. Okay. Not you know, very interesting. I think a lot of the voters just voted for albums. I too. noticed that. Yeah. 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 Mm. Go ahead. So um, Calvin Harris, Funk Wave Bounces, mm. Volume Two, Horror. Mm. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a, I think it was going to come back stronger this year. Horrible. It was really bad. It's like elevator oh, music, man. right? First, the first single was the um, one with um, Dua Lipa. Potion. And, 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 and Thug. Potion didn't work. I wouldn't even want to, like, I wouldn't even want to fall asleep to this album. Then the second single, I thought Damn. was going to be the, a big hit with um, Pharrell, Justin Timberlake, and it was like a- Sleeper. No, I, it, I give it, it to was, you. It flopped. I was horrible. And I was like, damn, I was like, damn. I was looking forward to this album, but disappointed. Horrible. I thought it was going to be a breath of fresh air. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was not. Nothing. So All right, number two. Number two is going to be <laughs> Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah. Uh, it was Traumazine. Traumazine, yeah. That was the name of the album. It was like, there was no hit singles off the album. Nothing. Nothing popped off. It wasn't. It was like it wasn't even like that enjoyable or listenable. No, it was like they just put it out like out of nowhere. It wasn't. It was just like okay, it's time to gonna put a new album out for no rollout. I'm kind of wondering though, like who are the people working for these these artists? Well, she's having issues, right? She's having issues with um with her team with um the record label. Yeah, but why would you put anything out when you having like all this trial shit? Like this year, exactly. Yeah, it's just like really dumb. It's like the sweetie shit too. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, she just dropped an EP, and the first single is like, don't tell nobody we fucking. Yeah, that was And then that she was dropped weird. it, like, right after fucking uh, Takeoff. Takeoff got, you know, got murdered. Yeah. And, you know, and then the song's about uh, Quavo, and is it The Baby? Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Like, why would you do that? At that time, it was really poor. Yeah. Like, who was, like, the, the motherfuckers who were working for these these artists, mm-hmm. they're just fucking up, man. And then she's on Rock Nation. Just dumb. Yeah. They should have did a better job with this. Jay-Z but she was like, yeah, at one point, she was managed by quality control, right? So I feel like she was having issues with them with like release dates. Or just, yo, just a take shit, a break. Right. It wasn't quality control. It was the, um, the baseball player. Yo. These, oh. That had the record label. I'm telling you, these teams are fucking destroying these artists mm-hmm. because they want to continue to make money. And what she should have known is take a fucking break. Yo. Yeah, and like how is she supposed to do any promotion when she's going through a trial? Like that's just the timing of it. It's just, it's crazy. just stupid. Yeah. And it it, it it looks like she don't give a shit about what's happening. Yeah. 
Like, why would you release music? Like, and not even like this isn't even music. Like, I don't know, man. And she came off of a couple of hit songs like Plan B. That was kind of popping. That was like a, a a throwaway single, but still people was playing it. It was alright. <laughs> and then she had the sweetest part with Dua Lipa, even though that didn't pop off. That was supposed to be supposed to be a big song. The the problem is this, man. Her her songs, the what she's putting out mm-hmm. is predictable. Yeah. yeah, same flow, same everything. You need a break, so we missed it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Unless she's dropping an album that completely takes us aback, like whoa, wh- where did this come from? Yeah. Switch it up a bit, but yeah. she didn't switch it up at all. No. So as much as even Drake, as much as people say like, and we were even shitting on, honestly, never mind. Mm-hmm. As long as we want to shit on that, he's showing us range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's trying different shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it made you miss the hip hop when he comes. Exactly. And it's yeah. like, yo, you're offering us something different. Not mm-hmm. all of us love it, but mm-hmm. it's like, yo, you tried. And then what happens? He dropped the 21 Savage, her loss. Yeah. yeah. It's a fucking banger, yo. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. She just needed to take a break. Man. I know. Yeah. And then when you're going through something, it just seems forced. Like, remember when Chris Brown was going through the whole shit with Rihanna and he, he dropped that album? Had, Transformer? I can transform you and all that. And it just seemed like the timing was off and no one was fucking with it. Speaking of Chris Brown. But go ahead. <laughs> so three. It's, it's so funny. For three, I have I have four. One is an album and one is a single. But okay. I'm going to do the album. DJ Khaled. Of course. Fucking God did. Yeah. God didn't do it this time. <laughs> <laughs> His prayers weren't answered. His uh, prayer wasn't answered. Well, on the, Unfortunately. I went man. to the spam folder. <laughs> uh-huh. I was really disappointed in this album. It was like no hit singles off of it. But but once again, he's doing the same formula. Yeah. That's not working. But he has like fucking Drake and Lil Baby on the song. How you gonna fuck that up? He's and then did a video for it. It was just like Oh, the staying alive shit. But he's like I, a, I feel like Khaled got something on Drake to fucking for him to be on his albums every He's a master A and R though, right? Yeah. He can pull all these artists on a thing, mm-hmm. but he can't make even one good song. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I agree with all your top three. Well done. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> D, what's up? Uh, minor singles. Huh? Minor singles. Singles? Yeah. All right, let's go. So, in top. no particular order, yeah. um, Cardi B, Kanye, and Lil Durk, hot, hot shit. Yeah. That was just like, on paper, it looks great. Kanye's verse was mid. Lil Durk was whatever. I've heard way better from Lil Durk. And Cardi just sounded like, it just sounded forced. I had a feeling it was, that song wasn't going to pop. And I don't even know if I downloaded that song. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Just I got it, it, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was going to pop. Yeah. And even now, like, I hear it getting forced on radio, and I'm just like, yo, this is I'm not I'm about to say, I, I, I have heard it in clubs. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never played it in the club. It just it just don't do it for me. I wonder song, if it's man. big in New York. It Maybe. Yeah, I don't it, know. And, um, but I don't think so. <laughs> next song is uh, Chris Brown, Iffy. That was supposed to be the popping single on his, ne- on his yeah. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The album was actually not bad, but it's like a really true R&B album, like a lot of slow music. And that was the one song that was a little more of tempo, has like a little more like Caribbean feel. Yeah. Did nothing. Like absolutely nothing. I've tried to play it. I haven't late, lately, but when I when it first came out, I tried. I actually hear a lot of DJs play that shit outside. Yeah. I've heard it like a few times. Mm-hmm. What'd you think about it? No, I mean, yeah. it just, no one cares about that yeah, song. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's a filler. It's not a bad song, just no one gives a shit I feel about like that song. Not for nothing, I feel like all the Chris Brown albums recently is just like all fillers. There's not like a, a good, solid album he's put out in fucking Whoa. years, man. And he put out these albums with 40, 30, 40 tracks on it. It's just like... Yeah. But I mean, he's had some bangers. Like, No Guidance was a banger. 
um, go crazy. I mean, you have anger. singles, but it's like but we want to at least put out an yeah. album that's like a the, could the be album, a classic. The album or, with him and Young Thug was really good. I, I enjoyed that album, the Slime and B. Yeah, I, I will say he good. has been pretty consistent. This might be his biggest. Like album. no one's talking about this album. Yeah, this is like all. his biggest. I feel album. like the last two albums he dropped was like nah. Pretty. He had some shit. Like yeah. Heat was on that with Gunna. That shit yeah. was popping. I was going. Yeah, he had some shit. He had like. Two but I mean, shit. as a full album, it's like. I can't sit through fucking 30 songs of a Chris Brown album man, and listen to that shit. This is the first time where I saw like Twitter not give a shit yeah. about this because even the all his previous albums, mm-hmm. everyone was like, yo, they was on it. And it's funny how I knew that it was mid is when I went to go see the concert. I went to go see Chris Brown in the Little Baby concert, the tour. Mm-hmm. He performed two songs off that project. Everything else was old material. That, that he knew. So he he knows too. I'm imagining that yeah. it's not material that he can really push. Nothing clean. You know what I mean? Um, and then also um, Gun and Future, Pushing P. Pushing P. Yeah. That was yeah. kind of a big song, man. It was big. <laughs> the, the hook was really good, but then the the like lyrics were trash. It was nothing. And I, I don't know if him going to jail hurt in any way. I'm imagining it did with the promotion, but. Well, both the but I think not. Nah, I feel like that came out before he got locked up. Yeah, it did. It did. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, he wasn't out, like, you know, Pushing it, performing it, like it just literally lost his it lost his legs. To me, pushing P was the first song. It was like at the top of this year, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the first song that actually let us know that hip hop is not going to be popping this year. Yeah, yeah. It was because that was the first time we've seen a big hip hop song not work in a club. Yeah, and then everyone on social media was bewildered. Why is this song working? Yeah. This is killing the energy in the room. All these DJs were like, yeah. dude, why is everyone talking about this song and it's the wackest song ever? We were all like, what we the excited. fuck, right? Yeah. Yep. And it just let that song literally was like a thermometer and mm-hmm. let us know that this year is gonna be whack for hip hop. <laughs> I swear it was like the first taste for us to be like, this ain't gonna be a good year for hip hop. Cause if this is the biggest song right now and yeah. it don't work. And that's what what happened. All of these songs just kept dropping, and none of them worked. Even like uh, P Power, it was kind of similar. I right? actually like P Power yeah. a lot, but it's like you. How do you get out of it? How do you even play it? Like I mean, it, it I wouldn't even play mon- that. It has such a mundane energy. But yeah, P- pushing P, I just I would play it. And I'm like, yo, this is past the past the first hook. It's a rap. Yeah, Pussy is Power. That, that's a pretty good song, though. <laughs> that shit remind me of that uh, the Drake and Soldier Boy. Uh, we made, we it. made it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of remind oh, me of that. A little yeah. bit of that energy. A little bit. Yeah. Um. All right, man. What's your What's your next three? What's your three flops of 2022, Jamie? I'm gonna go with number one in no particular order, but it's my first one. Beyonce, break my soul. I don't. I think if it wasn't for the road podcast, that song would not do what it did. What? <laughs> just playing. <laughs> uh, I just thought I had. I, I when Beyonce drops a song. It, it takes over every everybody plays it. It's like a nonstop hit. I mean, that shit wasn't a flop. Though. It did go to number one. It yeah, but it didn't, it didn't go past that. It didn't do what Beyonce song. You go past does. number one. <laughs> no, yeah, because Beyonce. I know what you're saying, you know though. Saying? I felt like it, it should have been a bigger song. I feel song. like Cuff it, right. Cuff it did way better than that song. It grew better. It, it, it timed really much better than, than uh, Break My Soul. Number two, uh, sad to say, honestly, never mind by Drake. Album was a fucking snooze fest. Uh, it flopped. The best thing was Jimmy Cooks, and I think if Jimmy Cooks didn't now pop the way it did, we probably didn't get. We wouldn't get hair loss from that. So I'm gonna go with that, and then uh, make the. T- <laughs> you guys just letting him make all these proclamations, <laughs> like he was in the studio. Yeah, we was in the studio. OVO. 
Uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for that flop, we wouldn't have the 21 time. You're making all this shit up. I mean, think about it. <laughs> you're letting him say that. No, no, you say you're Break saying. Break My Soul is a flop. I, never, I told you now. I don't think Break My Soul is a flop. I didn't like it. I think it was a flop. It you didn't, didn't like it? it? No. Oh. It didn't do what it should have done. It was a good song. I felt no, okay. It could have done better. I felt yo, like it could have done better. Done way better. But it, I, it wasn't a flop. Man. Yo, fam, there's a lot of music that was awful this year. That break my soul. I know, man. Yeah. It's not one. <laughs> Jamie, come on, man. I'm gonna go break my soul. Wow. That's crazy. I like his in studio, like he was in the studio. Yeah, right, like, but with the never honestly never mind. With the Drake? I like <laughs> his I like that speculation. And I swear it would not work. Yo, um, y'all motherfuckers cannot let him say that shit. You understand what I'm saying? What's wrong with y'all? Can y'all wake up? No. I know what Jamie was trying to say though. Jamie you was saying I mean, right? Jamie was saying that if the success of Jamie Cooks is what led to the her loss. The her loss. No. But maybe you, know, so? you ever thought it was planned that way? Yeah. Probably, probably of course was. he did. He knew they look, yeah, they know. They, on, yeah. they consulted with him. They know. Why are you gonna do like one hip hop song with an artist and then put out Wednesday the uh, full album with that artist? He knew what he was doing. Look, he knew he had to follow it up with some hood shit. Yeah. He knows that. But I like I like actually in my speculation. If, if I was in a bar and Jamie told me that, I would believe him. I would be like, oh what? <laughs> LVO. Um, it's just a fun uh, speculation. Jamie's really good at that, though. It's, like, it's, if you don't know him and he tells you this, like, crazy shit. You believe shit, that shit, yeah. You believe it. Like, really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's a little logical. You, you learn it's something new every logical. day. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, self-explanatory Meg, uh, traumazine. Uh, it's just, yeah, bad timing for everything. Untastefully done. And uh, honorable mention would be the Saweetie thing, also untastefully done. So, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, my top three biggest flops. Uh, number one was the Diplo and Miguel, man. Don't really? don't forget my love. Damn. There was a lot of hype behind that shit. Yeah. I mean, Miguel was. I know. Yeah. Like Diplo was doing a bunch of free free shows. <laughs> <laughs> They, they like, shut down New York. They did yeah. like a couple of um, hey, performances. I'm just gonna go to the woods and you know everyone just come and have the party and then Miguel will show up and perform yeah. the song. I was like, yeah, great marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could play it in the clubs. And yeah. I was like, nah, it wasn't working. It didn't work. And it wasn't hitting. Nope. And it just didn't disappeared. I didn't hear it nowhere, bro. And I love Miguel, but I can't. Stop. I just heard it on Diplo. I actually think it's the page. I know that's, a, that's the only place I saw it. <laughs> Unfortunately, if I didn't follow Diplo, I would never hear. I would never heard yeah, that man. song. I would have never done nothing. Yeah, and that shit didn't do nothing. No. Um, another one I was really disappointed by was Fisher's remix of "World Hold On." So, like "World Hold oh, yeah. On," yeah. I would think with Fisher Hold On and "World Hold On," he would have taken it to another level and it would have mm-hmm. exploded. Mm-hmm. And he actually made a worse version. I feel like he was just the wrong. He was the wrong producer <laughs> to do it though. He's the wrong guy. Really. If he if he took some of that, I'm losing it. Yeah, I'm losing. If he took some of that shit, yeah, we will hold on. With world the world hold on, just has such a more like like a happy. Like make, his shit is a little darker, right? How you make world hold on whack though? Yeah, I know. That's bro. that's, no. that's, that's how you, you make have that to really whack? work hard yeah, to make it whack. I give you that. He took the whole <laughs> shit out of it. He made world hold on unfuckable. <laughs> it was like world was hold crazy. on is so happy, and his energy is a little more dark. I just feel like he wasn't the dude. He should have yeah. hold on. He, yeah, he <laughs> hold on. <laughs> he didn't hold yeah, on. Yeah, hold on. That's the problem. Someone should have told him hold on. Let's not do this. Jesus, go ahead. But Jamie, you you got some news. You was in the studio with. Fisher. Oh yeah, what who happened? was in there? He didn't get his coffee right that day, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my new I thing. I think this is gonna be a new segment. 
<laughs> where Jamie just makes up rumors. Yeah. <laughs> he starts shit. He starts direction. rumors of the day. Like, he'll go through the list of like celebrity news, but he'll make up different stories of what actually I think happened. This happened. Like, he was part of, of it. Yeah, yeah. He was there when it happened. Yeah. The prediction speculation. Yeah, the prediction. I um, love storytelling. <laughs> go ahead, Craig. And honestly, and I agree with, with uh, D, man. I thought Pusha P, Push and P was, yeah. was literally... One of the I, when I heard that I was like something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. It was like a red flag for the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like something's gonna be bad this year. Mm-hmm. It was like a bad appetizer, and then the whole meal. And we were not wrong. And then the whole meal. <laughs> they went to jail. Shitty, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So let's hear the voters, man. I want the voters. I got the top ten flops from the voters. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now these flops are uh, a single or an album of 2022. You know, that was anticipated by the masses, but ended up being the biggest disappointment of the year. And the voters voted number one. Drake, honestly, never mind. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we all agree. Yeah, I think I it's a little harsh, but I think we all agree. Yeah. No, number two is Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. These are all albums, too. I thought this would be better. I thought it would have been better. He disappointed everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the funny thing is this. This dude does not really have a hit single, Jack Harlow. Does mm-hmm. he have a hit single? I mean... I mean, what's popping? I, I feel like in a club, no, no, a hit single, yeah, like a hit single. He so has, you don't think he first, a, first class he a, is a hit single? I know. I think, like on a chart level, on a ch- I mean, on a chart level, it was definitely a hit single. But we're DJs; we know music. But in the, in the club, yeah. no, that no, shit is mid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just um, yeah. And then he has one decent feature on a Little Nas X song that blew up. That was Industry Baby. Yeah. Industry Baby. Yeah. That was that was kind of a big song. That was a big song. Yeah. Barely, kind of almost barely unplayable in a club. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if you played it at the right time, it would go off. Shouts to Kanye. Yeah. So he had one verse on that. The only reason why I think the shit is crazy and I think he fucked himself, and I could be wrong, but I think he fucked himself, is that he had a residency here in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I was there. And he's he was popping. Mm-hmm. And he started popping. The album came out, and right before the album came out, and I think when First Class was popping, his rate—I don't know what his rate was before. I, I, I know the rate. You guys want to know the rate? The rate, from what I heard in the studio, um, <laughs> <laughs> he got this deal during the pandemic, and it was at eighty k. He was getting eighty k a show. But so he had done the 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 contract during the pandemic, and he was getting eighty k a show. I think it was like once or twice a month throughout the whole year. But once he came back and the song came popping and the album dropped, he was asking for two million a show. Wait, two? I thought it was a million. No, it was two million a show. You sure? He wanted, yeah, he wanted Drake numbers. That's what I remember. That's with. crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. He wanted Drake numbers. So after what's popping came out, that just pretty much changed his whole life. No, no, what's popping? No, no, no. What's popping got him at eighty k a okay, show? Okay, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what's popping was like four years ago. Yeah, it did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we were oh. talking about that song. It was, a, it was like kind of like an independent record. I okay. think it was. In, I thought two thousand eighteen actually. No, yeah, but, it came but, out way when before. we started the podcast. You, I remember you was like, "Yo, we, you wanted to see him in concert." That was twenty twenty. Nev, we were gonna go to the show with Petty. It was in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah we, I was actually gonna go to that show with John Petty. Yeah, with Petty. <laughs> was it twenty twenty? I thought it was, was twenty eighteen. It was around his. Uh, it was around Petty's birthday, and I think you guys had a, a dinner set up as well. You think you were gonna go to? Yeah, because it dropped in two thousand nineteen, and I was like, "Yo, he had a song with Pharrell." I think the Neptunes or somebody produced something. For was him. it that up tempo joint? But well, that's on the. Oh album. no no no! Oh. It sounded like. Pharrell. It was okay. a Bryson Tiller song. Yeah, no, no. I mean that Bryson Tiller song was the dope Usher, too. Uh, yeah. Um, but I yo, I, I was like when I first heard Jack Hall, I'm like, yo, this dude's yeah, this, yeah. 
This I white boy's that. good. Yeah. And then, like the first song you ever played for me was that uptempo joint that he played, that he had. You know what I'm talking about? It was yeah, like and, like I, and, I, yeah. and I played y'all what's popping. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I think this dude's gonna pop off. And then mm-hmm. uh D had met uh Jack Harlow because he used to run with a uh, drama at his shows here in, in Vegas. Yeah, whenever uh drama would DJ, yeah. he I would open for him and he would like literally before anyone knew who Jack Harlow was, he would let him get on stage and just do like two songs. Yo, one or two songs. I think it's crazy for a motherfucker to ask for a million or two million a show and they don't have one hit song. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that's that. That's nuts. Yeah. But that explains this year mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. That everyone's gassed up, right? Super. Everyone's yeah. G'd oh, yeah. up from social media and everyone has the wrong team working with them, I and think. He's got stupid endorsements, bro. He's got like New Balance. Oh, he's not got only like that. All kinds I, of shit. They just couldn't wait for like a white boy to come out, right? <laughs> yeah. They just wanted to give. They just wanted, they, they wanted to give that, money. That, that new Eminem, that next Eminem. They, mm-hmm. they, they just know. It's just like they just want money to give to like a white face in hip hop. Yeah. They're like, oh, we got white representation in hip hop. Let's just, that's everything. We can have him in NASCAR. We can have him in all this shit. Well, yeah, yeah he, used to, he was doing, I think, the residency that they were trying to keep him because they even start throwing like video game concerts thing just to give him more money and keep him around. So yeah, they kept doing those type of little off uh, events for him. And I'm telling you, if he, if he delivered, he would have been the one. Yeah. He would have been the one right yeah. now. If he delivered, if he even had two singles off of that album, he had one single that was for the club, mm-hmm. and he had one that was maybe for girls. That's all he would have needed. Chris Brown one. He would have killed it. And then I would have been like, you know what? He might be worth that one million. Yeah. yeah he had the but he just Brown. got greedy. Like, he don't have one song. Well, like, name that. one song. You can't. No, yeah, because I thought I played What's Poppin' and it just. You had a bunch of mids. Like, Nail Tech was mid. Yeah. Uh, no. Dua Lipa was mid. Uh, right, like he, he had the drummer Drake. He just yeah. didn't deliver, and I feel like he need like yo. I'm telling you, like he he needs a producer that's gonna bring greatness out of him. Yeah, he needs like a good good producer and executive producer to pull that shit out of him. Pause. Anyway, um, number three, Khaled. God did I mean, one yes. of the biggest flops of 2022. Yeah, right. Um, number four, biggest flops. Little baby, it's only me. That's really good. Cause I remember the week it came out, the top ten on iTunes was all that that, that album, and then the next week it was just crickets. It's gone, just disappeared. It's like everyone was curious; they wanted to hear it that first week, and then it was just a wrap. Didn't he have like a really bad song that was like "Hello"? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like really weird, right? Like, only- hi, dude, this is it. The song I'm thinking about it, it uh, he sampled pound. He, he sampled pound cake. Oh, pound cake. Yeah. He tried to make that a thing. He was in the video like, hey, yeah. like motherfuckers would do that in the club. Hey. Like I was at a table. I just look at your table and be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that, to me, like there was not much that was playable in the club at all. There's no radio presence. Oh my it was, God. I mean, it was big for the moment and it just literally fizzled. It didn't, how did he become the biggest, like he was the biggest artist in hip hop at one yeah. point, right? I mean, and then he, he had just, the hits to back it up, but not on this one. Mm-hmm. But right. his core fans still, you know, streamed it and that's why his numbers were high. He's allowed this album. He's allowed one yeah. bad album. Yeah. Um, number five, Calvin Harris, Funk Wave Bounces, volume two. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six in the flops, Cardi, Kanye, Dirk, hot shit. Yes. Yep. We agree. Number seven. Ooh. Damn. I, I love this. this. I hate it. Ooh, I know Kendrick, Kendrick hates this one. <laughs> He's about to jump over the table. Kendrick Lamar, oh. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Number seven. I think that's being kind. Based on the criteria, I understand. 
Based on the credit. That's like, yeah, one of the biggest flops of 2022. <laughs> number seven, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morales, <laughs> and the Big Steppers. One more time, Kirk. That, but you know what I love about that? What? They voted that, right? That's uh-huh. number seven. They thought that was worse than number eight, Meg Thee Stallion, Dramazine. That's <laughs> insane. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Someone thought Meg Thee Stallion, Trump, a, a wow. group of DJs thought Kendrick <laughs> was worse, was worse, worse than Meg Thee Stallion, Dramazine. Damn, that's deep. Oh, man, I'm going to take a, a long sip. Let that sink in for y'all West Coast month. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, you, I'm going to tell you something, though. I, I know I've been hard on pause on, on Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. I actually think he's very talented. And I yeah. think he's like, I think his work is genius. When he mm-hmm. when he delivers, I think it's genius. Yeah. But I think when he disappoints, he really disappoints. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's just, I don't know. They made me an athlete. Like, Name me an athlete that like all like when they deliver they fucking deliver and then yeah. when they don't they just really don't. Is there anyone like that? <sighs> Anthony uh, Davis. Oh yeah, Anthony Davis. <laughs> like he's an Anthony Davis of hip hop to Jeez, me, man. Yeah. Bro, he's. I mean, Unibrow. we have high expectations for Kendrick, so I, I get it. You know what I mean? All right. So number eight in flops is Meg The Stallion, Traumazine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number nine, this kind of hurts. This one sucks. Yeah, number nine like is uh, Rihanna, Lift Me Up. How you how you gonna trash on a nice fucking memorial song? That's the, the those are DJs for you. <laughs> only 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 a DJ. But it was the hype though. Everybody was like, "Oh, Viana coming out with new, with new yeah. music." No, but it's Chad. And then when Post, this shit came man. out, I was just like, "Yo, fam, yeah. you know what I love about this? <laughs> fucking this is how man. fucking ruthless DJs are, right? With music. Top ten flops of twenty twenty two. They put Rihanna there right before ten. You know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? They could have saved that one. They did, they're like, we got to mention this. Yeah. They, they're like, we can't sweep this under the rug. <laughs> when was the last time we heard a Rihanna song? 2016. 2016. So they're like, yeah, we, wait, we waited six years for this? And that's what you do? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what you put out? That's what these ha- DJs, having babies and putting out mids. That's what these DJs were saying. Yeah. All right. And then number 10 is a tie. Which is hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. The tie in number 10 is Sweetie. A single life that EP, uh-huh. and then it was Chris Brown Breezy. Yeah. By the way, what a horrible name for an our new album, Breezy. They, we were calling that Breezy for how long? Shit, for ten it's plus just, years. Yeah. So how yeah. you gonna name your album that? Like this just shows like no creativity. At least name yourself something new, <laughs> <laughs> right? You can give us like a nickname. Yeah. We've been calling you for like over ten years. Like, he's for, been pre- he's been pretty creative in the past. Named him after his kid. Yeah. Like, different Royalty, things. Like, come on, man. They were just like, yeah, yeah. Like breezy. I would have been even been marketing like, come on, Chris, give us something. <laughs> you want to name it breezy? No one give, like, no one gives a fuck. If I if if I went on his Spotify, I wouldn't even know that's a new album right. because that sounds like an old. It album. It sounds like some shit. Yeah, yeah. It came out like fucking five years it's ago. Just horrible marketing, man. <laughs> Ten years ago, shit. You call it breezy twenty two or something. Yeah. Oh my god. Look at me. I'm I'm doing Jamie shit now. <laughs> Tell him. He should have done this. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. All right, let's do the top three artists slash yeah. albums of 2022. Right. The reason I put this together for y'all, because basically, if you're picking the top artists of this year, they're going to have the top album of this year, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from what I'm seeing from the votes from our DJs, I'm not wrong. Right. So. You guys name me the top three artists of this year, never. 
Number one, Bad Bunny. Of course. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. All right, can we all agree? We don't yeah, have to go through all of Bad Bunny. Yeah. That one. Yes. Number two. Um, number two is Drake. I, I agree. Everyone yeah, agree. I agree he put out two albums this year. Even though one was kind of mid, the other one with him and Twin and Savage was fucking still getting played right now. You know, popping. you know what I love about Drake? And no one could say this shit. He doesn't stop. Nah, he keeps going. He just man. keeps going. Even if he fucking misses, work ethic. You don't even know that it affects him. He just keeps on going. Mm -hmm. Like that, he had a he had that song. What was it? Staying alive. Yeah, which is pretty the bad. Album. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. He just kept it moving. Him he didn't give baby. a fuck. He didn't give a fuck <laughs> before you even had time to even process it. He came out with something else. Yeah, before yeah. like if he just did nothing. Like a lot of artists, I felt like they would have been discouraged. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they'd be like, they would have questioned like, Nah, I'm not gonna put out this 21 joint. Yeah. He don't give a fuck. Nah. Now that's respectable, man. Because they always say that about athletes. Like you don't miss, you don't think about the last shot you missed. You just keep shooting. You know what I mean? Because you know you're gonna make the next one. And I feel like that's his mentality with music. Like Crazy. he ain't worried about a flop. He's worried about all right, what's my next project? And then we we got we got great music out of it. He he deserves to be one of the top artists yeah. of 2022. He really does deserve that. Yeah. Yeah. And then what was your next one? So the next one is kind of ill because um, hold on a second. You need to do research with No 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 I don't want to do research. I just wanna break <laughs> I wanna break it down because I don't know, can I include like non club artists? Or you this has to be like people that just top artists. The yeah. DJs are playing. Because I have kind of a tie. Okay. I would say Beyonce with Renaissance, mm -hmm. which I feel like is like one of the best albums that I came think we out. all agree she's out she's this the artist of the year. Great album. You, think, you, do, you, do we all agree? Yeah, I, I would agree. Yes. Can we all agree that that's all our top threes? Yeah, yeah. It's but I, Bad Bunny, mm -hmm. Drake, and Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. We all agree on that. The only thing I would have added is the weekend. Yes, just Honorable because I feel like he's so influential with even the way he's dropping albums. But and we'll get into that later. But go ahead. Now. But I would also include Taylor Swift. I would rather put Lizzo because, on that. But the reason I say Taylor Swift because he dropped the album that sold fucking one million units the first week. Mm. And she dropped two albums this year. The first album she dropped was a, a remake of her old album because um The Masters with The Master Scooter. um who's um Scooter Scooter Bomb owned all her masters. Right, right. So she had to go back to the studio and redo redoing all those albums that he owns them on the masters to. Has that, she, has that ever been done before? No. I don't think so. But Ashanti, people are starting Ashanti's to do it now. Ashanti's yeah. doing Ashanti's it. Ashanti's gonna do it. Because of we, Taylor Swift. And this yeah. and everybody's like loving this album that she put out. It's like nobody's done that before, so yeah. But she, she ain't. She's having issues with trying to get her stems right. Like she ain't. I don't know if Taylor Swift had them same issues. No, no, no one's gonna give you the stems. No. She has yeah. to recreate everything. Yeah, well, I think, Taylor Swift had to do the whole album over again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Kashanti's capable, but so I that's why I would put Taylor Swift in my top three yeah. along with Beyonce. So, she, so Taylor Swift is tied with Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, it's crazy, but I'm just saying, man. Someone gonna lose. I mean, numbers wise, wise yeah. yeah. I get it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I get it. Yeah. I didn't know you knew so much about Taylor Swift. God yeah. damn. <laughs> yeah, my, my, only, my, only, uh, my only honorable mentions might have been, uh, like Jamie said, Lizzo and uh, in The, the weekend. weekend. To me, honestly. I don't think Lizzo is Artist of the Year. Yeah. But I think Weekend, it's weird, man, because it's like, why wasn't that album in more in rotation? Yeah. I and think it, it came a, out too early in the year. It had two. By the time, push, it came out like in January, right? Or February? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then like by the time you get to summer, people like probably forgot about it. All the singles they pushed out. Yeah, I, thought pushed out I, thought, I really wanted sacrifice to work, but it didn't really work. Like it was like playable. I could do it at certain gates, but it wasn't like 
in my top rotation of songs I have. It was to play like the it night. was like Kryptonite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Like I was why? waiting for a dope remix. I kept searching for remixes. None was really but, hidden. But why? Why such a solid body of work? Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people when that shit dropped, a lot of people were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. If anything, he started this like whole new sound of like. 80s like 80s nostalgic R&B yeah yeah like even Tory Lanez did some shit that was trying yeah, to copy that, was, that, that shit was right that was mm-hmm. fun. yeah he just, and he got sued for, for trying to do that <laughs> <laughs> but like but why isn't that a bigger album why aren't we talking about The weekend? why isn't that played why weren't there house remixes of all of this shit why wasn't it bigger do you know what I'm saying I know yeah. yeah it's like a big fucking mystery mm-hmm. on that shit yeah, yeah. take my breath is an amazing song that should have been yeah. yeah it's 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 a mystery kind of peculiar right because it's it's kind of like big room big room music but i don't know man it's just it's just weird do you think that him not being a great live performer hurts and what are you talking he's i think he is a great i don't live think performer. he can dance i mean, I mean I you're talking about he ain't no michael jackson <laughs> yeah <he's laughs> i'm just saying i think I he don't need to be. Like him, it he's more of a tom jones yeah. like he <laughs> He, yeah, like he doesn't. Without like, for me, the package of if you're gonna do the Super Bowl, you need to be able to dance and like be a showman. You think so? I didn't get that vibe from him when I watched the I Super don't Bowl. Think he's serious? No, a showman. He's not. A, he's not a performer. Fucking, he's an artist. He's fucking Tom Petty did a Super Bowl. That's yeah. say <laughs> He ain't a dancer. He ain't a Chris Brown. Bro, like, Katy Perry can dance and she did. Free falling. <laughs> but dude, something just didn't resonate with the audience or something with that album. It's just weird. I think he deserves to be top five. I agree. Artist of the year yeah. for sure. And I maybe he should have been added to sleepers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, all right. Here's the voters. Yeah. This is what the DJs voted for and for 2022 top albums and top artists. Top albums, of course. Number one, Bad Bunny. Number two, 21 Savage and Drake. Her loss. Beyonce Renaissance. Number three, Weekend Dawn FM. Number four. number four, he d- deserves that definitely, mm-hmm. and then Burner Boy, uh, number five. That's a great top five yeah. albums of the year. Yeah, you know, salute to you DJs. You guys voted correctly. Mm-hmm. I love that Burner Boy's on this list. I love it. And you know what? Here's the top five artists that they voted for. Number one, Bad Bunny. Number two, Drake. Number three, Beyonce. Exactly on par with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly on par. Number four, Burner Boy. Number five weekend. Yep. Four or five switch. The only reason why I would say they put Burner Boy before weekend because he had a hit song. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And he had a great album. Whereas the weekend had a great album but no hit song. And you know what's funny? I noticed that on, re- great, on Terrestrial Radio, uh, on radio, Burner Boy's song actually crossed over because of that sample. So you would hear that record on pop radio no, or like a Kiss FM. Genius. Whereas in the past, you wouldn't because of that, just because of that sample mm-hmm. that like did it. Genius. Yeah. All right. So. We're going to move on. We got, I mean, this might be our longest podcast in the end. <laughs> yeah. I'm having fun though. I love this. I love it yeah, too, man. Okay. I love this shit. All right, so moving on to the next. This is top three editors and producers of 2022. Now, this is the top editors and producers and DJs who made remixes, who made different edits, extended, and just rearranged and added drums and they remixed all of these songs that we hear that made shit more playable in the clubs. Mm-hmm. And they also just brought back old music and made it more relevant for this year. Mm-hmm. And these, honestly, I will tell you something. The reason why I put this as a category for this year, because in more than any other year, I feel like the DJ editors and producers really shine this year. Yeah, 100%. More than any other year. 
I feel like without them, we would have had a, a more shitty year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really feel like <laughs> these DJ editors and producers saved us in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. More than anything. And it's not only these top three, it's all of y'all. Yeah. Because all of y'all made a, a bunch of intros and extendings and edits and remixes and mashups that were just amazing. Honestly, and it saved a lot of the music. All of these, a lot of these artists need to thank y'all. Yeah. For real. So I really, I'm really excited about this. I want to hear y'all top three editors and producers of uh, 2022. All right. All right. They never got a big smile. Let's go. One of my favorite producers of this year, a lot of people don't like him, but he had put out some fucking dope shit. I know you're going to say. Let me put on my hat. Joe Maz. Joe Maz. Yeah. I, I'm with Neville. He, ne- he's on my list as well. Yo. Because I just feel like whatever you feel about him politically or socially, the man just knows how to put out hits that yeah, work man. in the club. Yeah. I'll tell you this, man. <laughs> He made a remix of First Class. That ah, should, that's all I play. Yeah. That, that should have been an official remix yeah. for, for Jack Harlow's First yep. Class. Mm-hmm. He consistently makes remixes that are the most playable in the clubs. Yes. I, I, he's just, to me, no matter what the fuck you want to say about him, that exactly. motherfucker puts in work. It stays consistent and with consistent, those. And bro. not just one genre, which is what I love. He can do hip hop. He can do Latin. He can do EDM. It doesn't matter. He makes it digestible. Dude, the club, he, he, some of the, the hip hop edits he made for uh, Rich Flex, Twenty One Savage, and Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made every possible edit you could believe, mm-hmm. from One Twenty Eight to the Seventies <laughs> to Yo he, Circle Loco. Circle Yo. Yeah. yeah. If If you had to ask me, like, I just give me one Patreon that you had to subscribe to <laughs> Joe Mass all you need to subscribe to if you're doing open format clubs yeah. in big rooms all you need to subscribe to is Joe Mass I'm a, I'm no a disrespect to anybody else yeah. Yeah. no disrespect to anybody else yeah. I agree with board, you 100% yeah. Nev shout to Joe Mass exactly next up Beat Breaker I don't know if we're gonna say this in election year I know yeah I know that's what you gotta say right now so well, this year, Joe got it. Yeah. Joe, you got it. You got it this year, Joe. You got you it. You got, got it, Joe. Joe. You got it, Joe. Let's. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen in 2024 know, election man. year. Just enjoy this year. <laughs> we did it, Joe. We did it. So next up on my list is Beat Breaker. Mm-hmm. Beat Breaker. Another one. Yeah. Fucking another one. Stay consistent, consistent as fuck. With the fucking really If I'm looking for an EDM remix, and you know how there's like fucking 20 EDM remixes, right. the first ones I always listen to is Beat Breaker. Yep, and he delivers yeah. every time, baby. All yeah. the time. All the time. Shout to him, man. Yep. He, I probably play. I'm not even fuck with you. Four to five of his remixes or edits every night. If yeah, I'm doing yeah. EDM or yeah, up tempo shit. Yeah, yep. big room. Yeah, great, so, great pick. My number three pick. One of my favorites, actually. I don't know if y'all might not agree with me on this one. Mm-hmm. This is one of the homies, Boston Nova. Yeah, shout to Boss. Yeah. He put out a lot of dope mixes this year. Yeah, like I a lot did of like, like a, dope pop remixes too. Exactly. There, yeah. like he did like a remix of um, um, since you've been gone. Since you've been gone. I mean, that's K- his Kelly Clarkson his fucking um, teenage dream. Does Katie he have a Perry? Patreon? Does he have uh? Does he have something? No, uh, he just he, he, he just, just he just sends them out to us. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. Yo, sign up for the Bossa Nova like newsletter or email list or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been doing it for a long time too. Yeah, but this yeah. year, man, he was like, and shout out to his homeboy on um, Beats, Beatzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does um, production with him. Actually, I was t- I was talking to Bossa Nova, and he was, and then we were talking about the play Bad Bunny joint that I made with Trace. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I was just immediately, I was like, Yo, you want the stems? Uh huh. He was like, Yo, I would love to. I'm like, Yo, you got it, yeah. Bossa Nova. You got the stems. Mm-hmm. I just oh, sent yeah. it to him like nice immediately. Dope. dope. Yeah, shout to Bossa Nova. So that's my three right there. 
Great, yeah. great picks. So mine, I, I got two of the same as Nev, Joe Maz and B-Breaker. Mm. Um, my last one is a gentleman that's not as popular, but equally as dope. His name is Alex Dynamics. I love him. You know what? Yeah. I was actually going to be on my list also. Yeah. A lot of I'm, I'm not, really I'm not shit, certain man. where he's from, but he, he currently resides in San Antonio. Super humble dude. Cool as hell. And he got fire. He's, he's my he's go. He's my go-to for Latin. I was gonna say he yeah. has a lot yep. of hot Latin mm-hmm. shit, man. Yeah, yeah. And low key, he actually ghost produces for a lot of dudes. Really? Yeah, I had a conversation with him, but you know, like I, th- I think he's talented. I think it's, the stuff he puts out is extremely dope, playable for the club. His Latin is on point, man. Not no Latin remixes I've heard from him have been off. Like all of his shit is dope. Mm-hmm. So he, I got to give him some love, man, because without him, like a lot of the Latin stuff that I've played if it wasn't for his remixes i probably wouldn't be able to play him in certain rooms yeah so i gotta give him love man oh, yeah. he's, he's dope i agree with yeah. all those all those picks jamie top three editors i got joe mass mm-hmm. and then i got uh dj santa rosa nice. which you can find all his stuff on dj city it's all spanish for the most part very dang. he kills it too yeah he's really really good at it he's been doing it for a decade plus dj santa rosa and then uh this is a combo duo crooked and trace Hey. <laughs> yeah, I did a really, really good job with that as y'all been working yes. on it. And I mean, the Bad Bunny one. Give is, that man is, his flowers. Yeah, the Bad Bunny one is a no brainer. <laughs> oh, man. Break My Road was a really good one. You had us rapping. And now, I owe this motherfucker like a lunch or a dinner now. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Chengdu. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just talking shit about him too. Yeah. <laughs> you just added that shit too. He just wrote it no, down. No, no, I'm just kidding. Been, been what you have crossed out? You crossed somebody out and you put uh, Crooked and Trace. Uh, no, no, I already have it. <laughs> I, had, I had Tiesto, but I was like, nah, I'm going to go with my guys. Oh, yeah, that's b- before Tiesto, huh? Yeah. I like it. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, my top three editors for this year. Um, I got to do Joe Maz. Mm hmm. I gotta put Trey's in there. Yeah, Trey's made this remix of Keisha Cole Love. Mm-hmm. The Up Tempo when I heard you play, that shit is crazy. That's really fucking good. It's one of those records that I can even play in like in all rooms. Yeah, it's really that good. He really killed it this year to me. He's been working hard, and he's just been, uh, you know, working with him. I really see, you know, just how great he is, mm-hmm. and how like you know he's just really good at what he does. But I, I want to I want to mention a couple other producers that you guys didn't mention. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout. Uh, I got to give props to ETX. Shout yes. to him. Oh, oh yeah, he's ETX amazing. Kills. His his redrums. Yeah, amazing. ETX yeah. does it, and I love Sack Noel. Sack yeah. Noel yeah. makes yeah. these remixes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I love his Do It Do It uh, yeah. remix. Yeah, he's been doing it for a long. time. He's been doing it a long time, and he's still doing some. Yeah, he's still dropping shit. So uh, shout to Sack Noel. Uh, DJ City exclusives. No. Yeah. DJ City Exclusive, that's right. ETX. So you know what? Let's go to uh, what the voters say. Yeah. So the voters, um, and I want to say this. I love that we're doing this Mm -hmm. because I want to give props to these DJs. Yeah. And I think this means a lot because these are DJs voting for you. Yep. You know, so all you editors, you know, you're making these edits for these DJs as well as the crowd, but these DJs are, are giving props to you. Yeah. All right, so... Top three editors and producers from the voters of 2022. Number one, Nick Bike. Hell yeah. Landslide victory. No brainer. I'm not even fucking with you. Like, over 50% of the votes was Nick Bike. Damn. He put out a lot of shit. He put out a lot of good music. Yeah, a lot of good remixes. Nick Bike, shout to you. I love this motherfucker, man. Like, I love hanging with him. 
He's like the nicest dude. He is. I also like it when he gets a little saucy. <laughs> Canadians very. Yeah, he, he has this like hidden hater. He has this like haterness <laughs> yeah. that comes out. It comes out. <laughs> you know, he gets a little saucy. He's like crooked, and he just starts like talking. All, I'm like, yo, where did, where did this come from? Where did the Canadian side yeah. go? I love yo, it. some of his blends. Like I'm like, yo, I don't even know how you thought of that. Yeah, but that shit meshes perfect. Like it's some great. of his shit, man, it's just so clean. I love. Well deserved, Nick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick, you're at number one, right? The the DJs have voted for you. Number two, eccentric, eccentric, Love another great Some good fucking shit. producer and editor. Mm-hmm. Really, and look, the DJs are voting for this. Yeah. Number three, Trace. Yeah. No brainer. Yo, the DJs are voting for this. The top three editors and producers of 2022: Nick Bike, number one; eccentric, number two; Trace, number three. Crooked. <laughs> well deserved. No. <laughs> and then now I got to do an honorable mention because a lot of these guys got votes. I wanted to kind of list the top 25. But I really can't. It was really just scattered. Right. Everyone's just kind of picking and choosing every here and there. Mm-hmm. But I got to give these guys a mention because these guys were definitely in the top 20. Yeah. All right. So these are all the guys in the top 20. The Funk. Yes. Right? Shout to The yeah. Funk. Uh, Thugly. Mm-hmm. Scooter. Yeah. Of course. DeVille. Yes. Of course. Uh, we mentioned Beat Breaker. John Summit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheyenne Giles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. F.S. Green. Danny Diggs. Shout Danny Diggs. Diggs. Shout yeah. to Danny Diggs. Chachi. Yes. Oh, yeah. Man. Shout to East Coast. Chachi. Chachi. Coast, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pete Down. Shout out to Pete yeah. Down. Pete Down. He's been killing yes, it forever. Mm-hmm. And then shout to Nova. Yeah. Our own people here that. in Vegas. Yeah. Yep. Nova killing it. He's in the top 20. And then Kaz from Miami is in the top 22. Yo. Uh, yeah. Shout to Kaz. And this is another one. CRG from shout Texas. Big shout homie. Everyone's, yo, these are the DJs voting for this shit. All right. So shout to y'all and thank you for doing what y'all do. All right, so there's two categories that are added to the poll for the voters. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have you guys vote on it because I just wanted to hear from the voters, mm-hmm. not y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> so the first category for the voters was the favorite DJ mix of 2022. Yeah. I know for a fact y'all motherfuckers don't listen to DJ mixes. Right. I know you don't, no. D. And Jamie, maybe here and there. Yeah. Uh, it's been never, a while yeah, since I heard. See, yeah, see, that's why I didn't have y'all do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I look, all these DJs voted. Mm-hmm. Once again, these are working club DJs, working event DJs, mm-hmm. and they all voted for the top three uh, mixtapes or mixes of 2022. Mm. All right. Uh, should I go three to number one? Yeah. All right. So number three that they voted for was Jay Espinosa's uh, Labor Day Weekend 2022 live mix at SP2 which I think is SP2 is in San Jose. Mm-hmm. So he recorded his live mix, and that's number three. Shout out to Jay Espinosa. Number two is Fred again's uh, Boiler Room set that I was talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. It was crazy. Um, it's one of those sets where it's like, you know, today's price is not yesterday's <laughs> price. That's Fred again's set. And number one, the number one mix of 2022 is from Spider Tech live at R&B. I actually ribs. did listen to that. That was yeah. pretty dope, yeah. And that was, uh, yo, shout to Nopa Slaps. Yeah. That yeah. was a landslide victory. Really? Yeah. So Spider Tech. I knew you were going to say that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Tech's, you know, live set at R&B and Ribs mm-hmm. in San Francisco, which is Nopa Slaps' party. Yeah. Spider Tech's set, you know, his live set was crazy. Mm-hmm. And what, what I want to also show is that these are the top three mixes of 2022 voted by DJs, mm. and they're all live mixes. Yeah. So it just goes to show. Don't be afraid to post your live mixes. Put your live mixes out there if yeah. they're good. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, dope. And congrats to uh, Spider Tech, G. Espinosa, and Fred again. 
there was a lot of people that were voting for like a lot of Twitch streams mm-hmm. because I should have put top Twitch streams on here. I was going to suggest that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So next year I'll put uh, top Twitch streams. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of the honorable mentions for the top Twitch streams are like Scratch Bastard, uh-huh. yeah. Scene, mm-hmm. Four Color Zach, and Jazzy Jeff. Yep. But I'll be sure to have those up next year. Um, now, here's another category that was only for the voters, for the DJs. So this is for like DJs who inspired others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were kind of like an inspiration. They motivated motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. They raised the bar. You know, they took the craft to another level. But it's beyond just the talent. It's like kind of like what they represent yeah. as a whole to the, the community, I would say, right? Yeah. yeah. So the, the top, I'm going to say five. There were a lot of votes for DJs, but I narrowed it down to the top five DJs of 2022. Mm. Number five is MoMA. Nice. Shout out to MoMA. Yes. Well-deserved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Had, a, had a, a commercial with Beyonce, yeah. taking everyday people to another level yeah. where they had Kei Trinata at the show. He's just mm. been killing it. Mm-hmm. You know, shout to moment, man. I'm really proud that he made this list. Yeah. You know, um, number four is Puffy. Nice. Man, that yes. boy. Well-deserved. Number four is Puffy. And once again, these are the DJs voting for, yeah. for these guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so shout to Puffy. He's been killing it. He's one of my yeah. favorite DJs. Dude, we I saw him, that every time. We saw him at Dreamville, and he just put on a show. Me and D a were like, fucking show. Lord. Yeah. Like, his mic presence. The way he scratches, I mean, he doesn't have any weaknesses, man. Much, I, I was inspired by his set, bro. Yeah. yeah. I love that he puts it all out there. Like, this, like, like he's just like, I'm I'm do this like I'm not going to live tomorrow. Yeah. Like, this is like yeah, my man. last show of my life. Yeah. He puts it all out there. Mm-hmm. But that's how, and that's how much energy he puts out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, Miles Medina. Nice. Shout out to Miles Medina. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, a couple of his shows. He's been doing a lot of events. Uh-huh. Um, in San Diego and LA and everything and yeah Miles is just one of those DJs to me that kind of did it his own way mm-hmm. he didn't follow like the formula of doing like a bottle service club or doing all of this shit and mm-hmm. he's really just doing it his way and he's carving out a path for himself mm-hmm. and he's being successful at it Yeah, I'm really really happy for him and I'm I think he's just gonna keep killing it and killing it and getting bigger and bigger so shout to Miles Medina mm-hmm. number two our favorite white boy Four color Zach. Shout out to Zach. Shout out to Zach. Yeah. He's number two. And once again, these are the DJs voting, <laughs> right? Number one, you know, I, I'm a little conflicted with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the number one DJ that was everyone's favorite DJ of 2022. And I'm afraid to say this name because this dude already has kind of a big head uh-huh. and a big ego. Who is it? It's Jay Espinosa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, that is that yo. The he DJs deserves have it. spoken. The DJs have spoken. Yeah. The top five DJs of 2022. Number five, MoMA. Number four, Puffy. Number three, Miles Medina. Number two, Four Color Zach. Number one, Jay Espinosa. Yeah. Wow. It's a good Congrats list. Congrats to all of y'all, man. Yeah. This is a great list. Yeah. I have no complaints about this it's list. It's a good, it's a real good list, man. Um, and then with that said, finally, we're at the last category <laughs> of 2022. Yeah. I'm sure you guys are happy, right? <laughs> I don't know, but I keep, I, 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 I keep going. I, I it's been going smooth, episode. man. It's good. Yeah, it's I keep going. Yeah. I had fun in this And it's episode. late night, too. It's like, yeah. oh. We haven't had a night, late night recording in a while, so it feels good. No, Nev is usually, I mean, I'm usually falling asleep by now, but yeah. now I'm, I'm, I'm up. Yeah, Nev, you're usually grumpy. You're like, <laughs> I, are we done yet? We done. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. Now you're like, yeah, let's keep going. All right. So we have the last category, the most valuable lesson learned in 2022. Now, I have a list of all the valuable lessons that these voters listed, uh-huh. I kind of cherry-picked some of the 
the more interesting ones, mm -hmm. but I want to hear from y'all first. All right. So never most valuable lesson learned in 2022. The most valuable lesson I learned in 2022 is to value myself. Nice. Oof. I love it. Because I felt like this year I took a lot of gigs that I shouldn't have taken for, for reasons that didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. Like I took gigs thinking it would lead to something else. It didn't lead to anything else. I took a pay cut thinking it was going to do something for my career. It didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So now kind of doubted myself because it was like venues I thought would call me to like do they do their club I didn't get a call back from them mm -hmm. and it's like I was just like fuck man could it be me could it what's going on right here right a lot of self-doubt exactly yeah so just I'm just starting to learn this year that you know what fuck all that shit I know I still I'm still good I still got it I could still rock these parties and I just got to keep on doing it and stop doubting myself stop taking gigs that I shouldn't be taking you can't take everything, so it's just, like I said, just to appreciate myself, value myself more this year. Yeah, I think it's it's tough because we're just coming out of the pandemic, and yeah. everyone needed to pay their bills. Exactly, yeah. And everyone was worried about, you know, just the financial situation mm -hmm. and where the economy is going to go. And, yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. everyone just kind of, you know, I feel like everyone was just, there was a there was an air of desperation Right, mm -hmm. we saw it with DJs, mm -hmm. and I think nightclubs and some venues took advantage, took advantage of, it. of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I don't think it's the fault of these DJs. Mm -hmm. I think it's these venues they took advantage of this shit. Yeah, and you know, I and I, a lot of motherfuckers that I know did a lot of shit that they didn't want to do, mm -hmm. so they can make money. Yeah, they got families, they got bills, they got people to take care of. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, I'm just, I'm, you know, I, I just want to let you know, never like. Every time I hear you recently, in the, you know, especially this year, it, it's crazy because, you know, as you get older, you think you get, sometimes you think you get worse. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, I've, I don't know how long I've known you, over 15 years, or, you know, almost 20 maybe? Almost going on 20. Almost 20 about, years. Yeah, uh -huh. And I think this is the best I've ever heard you. Get out of here. No. I'm being honest <laughs> with you. I think you're a sharpest, you're sharper than you, than you are. You stop drinking. Mm-hmm. Your mixes are cleaner. Mm -hmm. I think your selection in music is more vast. You have this catalog of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s to, to now. To current, and you yeah. know what's popping now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you're at the best that you've ever been. Oh, thank you for saying that. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm glad you're saying that you value yourself now because mm -hmm. to me, you are one of the premier DJs in Las Vegas. Nah, man, thank you. Yeah. For open format. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that, to hear man. that shit. Thank you, man. You suck me off later. <laughs> <laughs> now you are handsome, strange dude, man. Look at asshole. Look at look at me, man. You know, I love you. Say my name. ID. Leave that shit in yeah, too. Man. You, have, you have to fuck it up, man. You nah, know nah, leave it in. You have to fuck it up, man. Pause. Leave my it in. Cheese more. <laughs> um. D, most valuable lesson learned in 2022. Uh, for never was valuing himself. For me, I, I think it was valuing my uh, health. Mm. Uh, I think I've hit a, a, a stage in my career where I had to be more mindful of what I put in my body. And then this is probably the first year where I've really um, had to uh, focus on my mental health. And I think that the way I've moved, I've noticed that, you know, mental health is equally as important as my physical and it actually controls my physical. So my mental health for me, every, like now is everything. 
So if I can eliminate any kind of stresses, um, putting pressure on myself unnecessarily, I'm the type of person that really carries a lot of weight. Um, if I feel like my family or friends are suffering, I, I immerse myself in that and I start to suffer too because I want to so badly help even if I can't. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm learning to um, not put that much pressure on myself. And I think that my mental health, like this is the first time I've ever, like this year, this first time I've ever put my phone on do not disturb. And it's like the best thing ever when I can just sleep peaceful, peacefully not hearing my phone go off yeah. or emails go off, text messages going off. And I feel the obligation to respond in the middle of my sleep or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So like this year I've really taken more time to rest properly, eat properly, uh, focus on my mental health. And it has translated into how I think, like my my, my uh, thinking sharper when I'm DJing, I'm, I'm a little more focused. And I think that um, if I didn't have that, I'd probably be a little more a little more off. Like I think I still have a lot of room to grow and things yeah. to work on. But for me, mental health um, and my physical health has been a big part of this year for me and, and my journey this year in 2022. Mm. Yeah, it's it's funny we had that conversation. I was remember we were talking about social media. Yeah, and I was saying <laughs> that uh, there was a point where like my fingers would automatically hit where Instagram and Twitter are when mm-hmm. I opened like my iPhone. Yeah. yeah. And I, I moved it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I wouldn't even like, I would get it. I would get like a, you know, I would have to do like, I would have to send an email. I'd have to like put in an alarm and I would like have to put in a calendar date. But when, as soon as I opened my, my, my iPhone, my finger automatically hit Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I forgot what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in Instagram world and Twitter world now. <laughs> That's an ugly feeling. Because I used to do that too. I'm you used like, to do that. It's, right? it's like oh, what, was vo- I, what was I supposed to be doing right now? You're right. in a vortex. You yeah. get stuck in a vortex. And yeah, you yeah. Just keep going and going and going. Yeah. And before I, you knew it, I'll pass by. Like, why am I still on fucking Instagram? <laughs> it's something you told yeah. me, which which helped me uh, tremendously. Is I actually took uh, Instagram off my home screen. Yeah, we had that conversation. The first page, the yeah, main page. Yeah. yeah. And I have to like go through and find it in a folder now. Yeah. So it just alleviates me just opening up my phone and seeing my mm-hmm. access to Instagram. So I'm on it a lot less. Yeah. Um, with just the, the stream uh, scrolling for hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I just moved Instagram, Twitter, and all these social media joints to like like the third last page inside of folders. So I have to dig yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just like I'm, I don't have that kind of like unfocusedness when I'm when I'm in my phone and shit yeah I'm glad that helped though yeah no man tremendously more than you know because yeah, yeah. I was the first thing I do in the morning yep and now it's like I get up I brush my teeth maybe drink some tea mm-hmm. and then like that might be like the fifth or sixth thing down the line instead yeah. of just being the exact first thing I do in the morning you know mm-hmm. well never we were talking about this earlier too because we were we were going we were like watching Cypher Sounds as a stand-up right yeah mm-hmm. so we were watching a stand-up at a comedy cellar here in Vegas mm-hmm. and it was a comedian talking about sleep and how he had yeah. sleep, sleep apnea, apnea yeah and for the first and he didn't realize he had sleep apnea he had to put like some type of mouth guard in uh-huh. and then he realized for the first time in his life he didn't know how it felt to actually have a good night's sleep yeah and he cried yeah Damn, but it was like me and never talk about sleep and just mm-hmm. also I've talked to you guys about morning routines, how I'm yep. boring. Mm-hmm. So you know, I th- I'm telling you, like we'll talk about it next year a little bit more because there's been a handful of DJs that I've been wanting to talk about this with yeah. me. Uh, I think Stone Rock is one of them. Um, I think Impulse is one of them as well, where they wanted to talk about mental health, but more importantly, the importance of sleep. Yeah. Because I grew up in a generation, same thing as probably Nev, maybe you you as well. It's like sleep is for pussies. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like sleep when I'm dead. Sleep, yeah, sleep when I'm dead, grind, 
You know, like yeah. wear yourself sleep. down, mm. all of this shit. Yeah. That's what we grew up on. And we literally like wear ourselves down. We did it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, we need to have a conversation about the importance of sleep mm-hmm. and morning routines. Yeah. Morning routines is really important. And keeping morning routines consistent, especially being a DJ. Right. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you share that, uh, D. Uh, Jamie, uh, most oh. valuable lesson learned in 2022. Uh, I have two. Uh, one is uh, taking more time for myself on things I want to do. I think I just pay attention to work, 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 or whatever is the next thing to do. And I've learned this year a little bit to stop and just take some time to myself. And another one is uh, try to not feel or stay too comfortable in the place that I'm in. Always try to do something else and try to move on to the next thing and try not to um, to just stay complacent, complacent because I feel like that is my biggest uh, downfall, just staying comfortable in one place. You have like conflicting lessons. Like one is like don't work too hard, have some fun, and the other one's like, well, don't be too complacent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like have fun, but don't have too much fun and kind of keep it moving because it just, it, time is, you know, it just keeps going. And it, if you just stay in one this, place. This is the thing that I've noticed about Jamie, right? Is that when we grind, we grind. But then when he, when, when it's like when we have off time, he doesn't know when off time is done. Mm-hmm. Like you, you'll grind too long and then you'll have too much off time. Yeah, I just I'm like, oh, he doesn't know how to bounce back. So it's either like we're gonna work nonstop, work, 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 mm-hmm. or it's like, all right, shit, like vacation, let's go. <laughs> and then it's like three days pass, and he's like, fuck it, let's keep the vacation going. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, hello, we got work to do. And he's like, oh shit, yeah, I forgot, I was in vacation mode. <laughs> Extremist. So literally, your lessons are just knowing how to balance. The yeah, two. trying to balance the both. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, definitely uh, taking more time for myself because I, I feel like I, I really don't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunately. good. That's good. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Take man. some time for yourself. <laughs> but then See, let's get back weeks. to work right afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, most valuable lesson learned from me. You know what? I, I had the same thing about you, about just, you know, it was uh, don't let others dictate your value. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's been really important this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think this year I had the most fun DJing than I've ever had in a lot of years. And just working with people that value me and working with people that I want to work with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember we had this probably an episode this year about all of this. Yes. Challenging myself, working with people I want to work with, being in environments that are positive and healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really happy right now. And and I feel more confident in my DJing and my abilities than ever. Now I'm in a circle of a bunch of people that I want to work with and they want to work with me. So this is like the most positive shit ever. I'm not like faking the funk trying to fit in or try to like get these bookings from this club, you know, trying to force my way. Oh, like I hope they like me. You know, I'm trying to like they, fit they put into, me back again. Yeah, I'm trying to like fit into this bubble of what they think a DJ is or this like this is our caliber DJ. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, I don't give a fuck about that no more. Yeah. And I'm in a better place than I was earlier this year. And, you know, just like never, I'm not going to let these motherfuckers dictate mm-hmm. my value. Yeah. And very similar to you, man. Like, I, I need to put my health first. Yeah. You know, I, I think we have that old school mentality of just grind, grind, work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. And I've got to start focusing on my health. Probably that's got to be my priority, just like you. Absolutely. Yeah. I've done it this year. Yeah. I had to do it this year because I went through a lot of shit, man. Yeah. So. 
Um, I wanted to read some of the, the most valuable lessons learned uh, from some of our voters. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. And then I, I also want to put this up so everyone can read it. Okay. I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to put who, you know, who wrote what, but yeah. some of this shit is, is really great. Uh, so I'm just going to go through the list. Being patient will pay off. Stay prepared and discover new ideas during downtimes. And consistency is everything. Great. That's good. I learned to control my temper. Always good. <laughs> Don't dwell on others being more successful and be grateful that I'm making a good living DJing full time. Also, 33 isn't too old. 33 is not old at all. At all. And honestly, <laughs> don't, don't focus on what other motherfuckers are doing. Yeah. I tell Jamie this all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I say, what? look at yourself at this time last year. Are you in a better place? More likely, yes. Are you doing better? Yes. Is it baby steps? Is it big steps? It could be either one. But more likely, if you're better off this year than you were last year, you're doing great. So don't fucking worry about what other people are doing. Going off of the voters, most valuable lesson learned in 2022, don't get comfortable. Yeah, that's Jamie's shit right there. Mm -hmm. Here's another great one that's uh, like, just like Neva. You can DJ without drinking. Great lesson to learn, right? Yeah. Embrace your mistakes as lessons to learn from. Don't take the job too seriously. Sometimes it really is okay to work with the crowd and take some requests. I like that. Uh, know your worth, just like us, right? Yeah. Learn all types of genres. Yes. There you go. Don't take your work problems home. Another good one. Mm -hmm. Stay true to you. Great. Mm -hmm. These are all DJs sharing this shit. Yeah. This is amazing. Your legacy can change in one day. Oof. That's, that's deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big lesson learned right there. Yeah. Your legacy can change in one day. That's great. Enjoy learn from every set. Awesome. Um, try not to get too high or too low. A great gig doesn't make you invincible, and a bad one doesn't mean you suck. Great. That's yeah, truth. A very simple one here and very important, support other DJs. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. Always. Here's another great one. Don't shit talk on the internet. The internet is forever. Yep. Always stay on your grind, but never forget to take a breather every now and then, just yeah. like Jamie here. Mm -hmm. Here's another one, and here's maybe we ended on this one. Uh -huh. Never say no to a Bad Bunny request. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, my friends, is the 2022 wrap-up. Yes. I'm going to put some of these uh, lessons learned on uh, Instagram and the socials so everyone can see them shits. Mm -hmm. All the DJs who participated in this poll and this 2022 recap, we're really grateful. Thank you. And we're really thankful to all the listeners for real. Yep. This year especially, we hit five years. Mm -hmm. And I, I, we've been through some shit over the last two. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. got through it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm really thankful for this year. We've had events. Yes. And these events meant so much to us. Y'all you, you, motherfuckers don't even know. Yeah. Because there was 2020 and 2021. We were, you know, we were doing all these episodes and we were... You know, recording, and it's like the first time we got to see our listeners and hang out with everyone and really just kind of speak to the community, you know. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness for Beyond the Music with DJ Vice and, yeah. and uh, DJ City and Beat Source. And, you know, and we're looking forward to seeing y'all at more events in 2023. Yeah, yep. I think we got South by Southwest lined up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have a few more other events that we'll yeah. announce later mm -hmm. as we move on. Yeah. But, uh, guys. Great job this year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, 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 New happy New Year. Happy, New Year. Yes. happy yes. Hanukkah. Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. All that. Happy Three Kings Day. Yeah. All right, y'all.
Man. We out. See y'all. Peace. 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 Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash DJ City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.